We're going live on tonight's Locked on Giants podcast, and I wonder what we'll talk about. Could it be? Nah, you'll just have to wait and see. Coming up next with Trina and Tana. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Giants Live. You've got Patricia Trainer, your host, with the entertainer, a very relieved entertainer. He yeah. was kind of nervous all day today, folks, yeah. but uh, yeah. we're here. It's done. Tana, we got a lot to talk about, huh? A lot to talk about. I'm excited to talk about it with you. But yeah, we were going back and forth uh, on Twitter and the direct messages the last couple of days. Both of us nervous, not knowing what's going to happen with this whole situation because it went down <laughs> to the final hour. Um, I think both of us thought in the end Daniel Jones was going to be extended. But as it got to the final literally minutes, like I, I think it was announced like like six or seven minutes before four o'clock. Um, I was starting to have my doubts. I was like, wow, this might, he might actually be tagged. And if he's tagged, what is that going to mean for the rest of the team? Cause it's going to be $32 million against the cap. And then you're going to have to back order the salaries. It may affect the 2024 cap even worse than you may want to. So I started having all these worries scrambling through my head. Cause I thought in the end, this was always the best option uh, was to extend Daniel Jones. And it worked out even better, at least for me. And I'm curious to get your opinion. And we'll talk about it as we go about, but it worked out even better for me than I thought it was going to. My, yes. my thought process was it was going to be at least $100 million guaranteed for Daniel Jones. I thought it, I didn't know what the dollar amount would be on a per year average. I thought 35 to 38 was what I was comfortable with. People are going to see the 40 number. They're going to go ballistic. 40 for 160, $40 million a year. It's the guaranteed. The guaranteed worked out to be, I think, 94, at least according to Ian Rappaport, um, which to me tells me it won't be a clean break after two years, but it's a contract where if things don't go according to plan, they're probably going to be able to maneuver out of this contract after two years. And if you can get out of a contract after two years, that means if he plays really bad next year and you have a top three or four pick, you could still draft a quarterback. So mm-hmm. for Joe Shane, I don't think it limited him in any way, shape or form for the people that were worried about bringing back Daniel Jones. The way that I look at this contract extension for Jones is essentially you tagged him twice but you were able to maneuver the cap because you gave the extension. But it's basically as if you tagged him twice and you have about a 15 or $20 million dead, dead hit on the end. Probably that's probably how this is going to turn out in, in year three. But instead of it being 32 against the cap year one, it's 19 and it'll be 38 or 39. At least that's the projection that I heard year two, which is essentially what the franchise tag would be year two. So by doing it this way, you gave yourself 13 more million extra dollars for this year's cap to shore up this roster and help out Daniel Jones. But I think it's the best of both worlds. Jones now gets the opportunity to play in the same scheme for the next two years with Brian Dable, hopefully with Mike Kafka as well. He gets to grow as a quarterback. um, And we get to find out what he could potentially be. And Joe Shane gets the opportunity over the next two years not to have that pressure of having to draft the next franchise quarterback, build up the roster, It is a process. They're going to build this team up. They're going to see what Jones could be over the next two years. And if he doesn't become that guy, now you have the better equipped roster to support the quarterback that you're bringing in. So I think it's a win-win across the board. I think it's a great contract. 
It absolutely is. And uh, before we get more into the contract, for those of you who are wondering, Bad Dog, unfortunately, won't be able to join us tonight. He had a work late. I guess he was bad and they had kept him after school or something like that. But nonetheless, we, we will have another show uh, as we get free agencies coming up. So we'll probably do another live show uh, in another week or so. But uh, but yeah, Tana, I'll tell you what, it was a little touch and go. Um, there was some back and forth. There was some tension that built up. Um, you know, I, I always thought that it would get done. There was a period though, that I thought, oh, okay, this kind of took a, you know, the wrong turn, but then, you know, I started getting, you know, inklings that it might be closer than what it should, you know, what everybody thought. And it was, but I'll tell you what I like, I haven't seen the whole deal. Um, Rappaport rap sheet, uh, put some numbers out. And I want to talk about some of the numbers. And then, um, folks, if you have questions, um, obviously, I'll, we'll put them in the chat box and we'll answer them. But uh, four years, $160 million, so that's $40 million per year. Mm-hmm. $35 million more in incentives. If uh, you guys remember, I've been talking about likely to be earned and not likely to be earned. I'll bet there's some not likely to be earned in this contract as well. $82 million over the first two years. That's about $11 million more than if they were to tag him twice this year and next year. So he, he won out on that uh, 94 million virtually guaranteed. So at, at signing. So uh, that, like you said, under a hundred thousand and the first year cap number 19, which is about, I want to say it's 17.7% of the, of the cap. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's right. No, the, the cap's two twenty five. So that's not, that's like 8%. All right, eight percent. All right, my, yeah, my yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's not much at all. The, bo- not, the bottom line is is that it came out. It, it it's reasonable. Yeah, it's about what you would want for the quarterback, you know. Because the big concern was if he, if they did thirty two, it would have been you know, it would have been a heck of a lot higher. Yeah. So, with Jones now under contract, or he will be under contract. He hasn't signed a deal yet, but it, it, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Um, a very big question mark removed now. Believe it or not, Chris, there are still people who are complaining about this deal. I, I don't know how you can <laughs> complain about this. Deal. The only way you can complain about this deal is if you don't, if, if you're just looking at the broad numbers right. and you're not actually looking at the guarantees and the, and the, and we don't know the full structure yet, but just, no, he got less money than Derek Carr. Guarantees is all yeah. that matters. He's got less money than Derek Carr. Right. Um, I don't know how you, I don't know how you could complain about this deal. Like it, I thought it was going to yeah. be. I thought it was going to be worse than this. I thought I thought it, I thought it was going to be like 110 guaranteed, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, you know, the good thing about it, and, and this is something that I know I've spoken about several times, is it's a shorter deal. Even though it's for four years, it'll help with spreading out the signing bonus. But there's an out probably after two. So if Daniel plays really well, then you know what? After two years, you rip it up and you start all over again with a new deal. If he does not, you cut him. You know, you, you, you take whatever's left of the dead money hit. So I'm curious to see the the entire structure, but I'd be willing to bet there's some some not likely to be earned and stuff that'll push that money upwards if he meets certain incentives. I mean, it's what they did with Eli. Um, it's the common tactics that quarterbacks get in their contracts. Um, so, you know, overall, I've got no issues with the contract. I'm If anything, I'm glad it's done because otherwise if it hadn't gotten done, I think Daniel would have been would have had to play on the on the uh, tag this year, yeah. and we would have had to go through this again next year. Yeah, and and for more money. 
if and he, for if more he, money if he, if he does well and with got you know with andrew thomas coming up with yeah. um mckinney coming up with several guys coming up so i'm glad they got it done and i'm especially glad that saquon got the tag you know because i really believe and you know i've got no proof of this but there had been like some whispers here and there that Saquon probably would have drawn some interest on the open market had he hit oh, the market. For sure. For sure. You know, so now that that people will have to would have to give up two first round picks, no. Saquon ain't going anywhere. I, I and, think in the end, uh, Patty, the, the Saquon thing is going to play out with the Giants being able to sign him for around the price that's been reported that Shane wants him to sign for, which is twelve and a half to thirteen million dollars. And this is why um, you're starting to see the running back markets getting even stronger. I think like Derrick Henry is going to be available now, right? So like. There's even more the draft strong class is strong. The draft class is strong. And now that Saquon is tagged, this market, these teams are going to start to use up their cap space. And they're, they're not going to, a lot of these teams aren't going to want to spend $15 million a year on Saquon Barkley once they start to fill in their needs. And they're not going to know if he's going to become available. So like the teams that like the Bears, for example, that I thought could sign him because they have so much cap space. They may sign now Jacobs or they may sign Henry. So they may not need a running back. So I think when push comes to shove, even if Barkley is tough with the Giants in these negotiations, he's going to have to come down. He's not going to be able to get 15 or $16 million. And if he's not willing to come down, if he's not willing to get to that $13 million area, that happy spot for Shane, what this tag now does for Shane, he could trade him. So it's 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 it gives Shane all the options. And I think that's why Shane was dying to get this Daniel Jones contract done with because he wanted the ability to have all his options open with Saquon Barkley because at the end of the day, he's still an asset. So even if you are not going to be willing to meet him at that $15 million mark, you could get draft capital for him if things don't work out in your negotiations as this prolongs. Absolutely. And I think the Giants probably don't want to go more than 13-5 per year with Barkley. Yeah. That's the number I keep hearing. You know, the, you know, uh, Derek Henry, I want to say was at 12 or 12.5. So they, he, he's, they're going to slot him in there. Um, you know, I would think so, uh, you know, the negotiations there, they were, they were coming along, but let's face it, Barkley was kind of on the back burner while they were working to get Jones done. That was the priority, but you got to tip your hat to, to Joe Shane for getting this done. You know, ideally I think he would have liked to have had both agreed to terms. So he didn't have to use the cap, the, uh, tag at all, but this was the best case scenario because 10 million comes out of the, the cap right away, but they can make that up. You know, they're going to, and they will. If uh, Kenny Galladay becomes a, a pre June first cut, that's about 6.7 million right there. They're probably going to do uh, Leonard Williams, redo or, or extend Leonard Williams. So they'll make that money up and then some. You know, I would think Dexter Lawrence will get his deal done. So now the question becomes, you know, what do they do with this money? Do they bring back any other guys? You know, Julian Love, I think, would be number three. I'm not so yeah. sure if he's coming back. You know, who else do they bring back from their list of free agents? And then who do they target when they hit free agency? So those are the next questions that need to be answered. And Shane has a plan. It's just a matter of what that plan is. Yeah, exactly. And I see Jacob. No, I misspoke. Henry's not a free agent, but it came out that the Titans are looking to, to trade, trade him. him. Yeah. yeah, because they're in sell mode. So he's available. He's just not available as a free agent. So I misspoke there. But yeah, it came out that they're looking to trade him because they're kind of trying to sell off and they see he's probably a running back that's going to start to fall off. But yeah, I, I think it's a great day uh, to be a Giant fan today. Uh, it could have went a lot worse than it did. And now what's going to be interesting is to see all the other moves that they now make. Do they extend Barkley before March 15th? 
Because if they're able to do that, now he's not 10 against the cap. Maybe he's five yes. against the cap. Yes. And, and that gives you more money to play with uh, going into free agency. Do they extend Leonard Williams? Do they extend the Dory Jackson? Um, so it's going to be on Jackson. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I don't want to extend Jackson, but people brought that up as a possibility. I would rather do Leo if I'm going to do one of them. Um, well, Dexter, but, Dexter and Leo's are Dexter, the two I, I Dexter's going to be extended. It's just a matter yeah. of when it happens, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Shane decides to do. And even if he goes into free agency with only a 20 or $30 million to spend, he could sign some guys. I mean, at the end of the day, the way that they could structure these deals. So I'm excited because now I think Shane has the ability. He's not going to go hog wild. He's not going to go crazy. But now he has the ability to bring in a couple of pieces to, to to fill out this roster. Maybe if he needs a starting linebacker, maybe he needs a number two or three wide receiver in free agency. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he could really do in his first true offseason where he has some money to spend to bring in some outside talent. Yep, absolutely. All right. Irish Rover asks, how much do you think DJ's second year of the contract will be? First year is 19. I'm thinking it's going to be at least double that. I don't know. I've got to see the numbers, obviously, but I would say it's probably going to shoot up because the way it works is, you know, you've got cash and you've got the cap hit. And the cash includes, you know, any roster bonuses, which I'm sure Daniel's got uh, a signing bonus. So he's going to get like a ton of money up front. And then his base salary is going to be low. Well, then come next year, he's not going to have that ton of cash. So even though it'll show up on the books, Rover, uh, you know, that will inflate, you know, the prorated signing bonus and whatnot, that will prorate everything um, and it it will inflate the numbers. So I would say at least double. Yeah, Um, there's been rumors on Twitter. I don't know how accurate it is. People in my live chat told me it's about 32, uh, 39 year two. Um, If that's accurate, that would be about double. And, yeah. and, and, um, and that's, that's a franchise tag though. And that's fine. And that's, that's fine. Quite honestly, because the, the cap's going to go up by what, they have 90 million cap next year right now. So yeah. they got money to play with. Um, and that would be as if you tagged them the second year, that would, that's the price for the tag year too, if you were to come back next year. So that's the way I look at that. It's like right. we tagged them twice, but we got 13 off the initial year. And we're probably gonna have to pay that 13 on a cap. it if we decide to cut them after two years, that's right. probably what right. we're looking at. Something like that. If I had to guess, but we'll see when all the details come out. But regardless, yeah. I think this is about as good of a deal as you could hope for if you were a Giants fan. Yeah, and as soon as I get that deal, folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down um, both on the pod. I'll also probably do uh, an article over on Giants Country. I know a lot of you have been asking me, and you know the drips and drabs are coming out, but I want to see the entire deal and see how it's structured. If it's structured the way I think it's structured, it's really a smart deal. And uh, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm excited to see it. When do, you, when, think, do you, when do you think these are going to come out, like, official, like, where we're going to be able to see them? Like, I okay. would say, well, it depends on when Daniel signs it. Daniel's got to actually sign it before it gets filed. Oh, I see. Okay. So um, we could see it as soon as tomorrow. We could see it in a couple of days. But uh, trust me when I say I'm I'm all over it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to do a video on it either. But the um, – yeah. The question I ha- I have for you is what what's your what's your like predict because that's the number I'm really concerned with it's the, it's the um the dead cap hit after the second year that what do you, what oh, do you I think that'll be I I don't even want to take a guess because I want to yeah. see you know what do they have as far as we know the first two years there's a, over the first two years it's what eighty something million guaranteed or something yeah like that. so that's going to affect the dead cap so I I've got to see what the signing bonus is. You know, I, I just don't have enough information to even guess at this point. Yeah. Um, if he did a four-year deal, I would think maybe the signing bonus is about 20, 20 million. That's five a year. Sense. 
So that's five. That's well, ten million dollars per year. Yeah. So then, and then you figure there's probably a, a roster bonus in the first year, and then the base salary is probably low. So you you know you could very easily get to, you know, nineteen because nineteen yeah. is the is is the the first year's worth. Yeah. And then it then it jumps up. So, um, so yeah, it. I'm curious to see how it looks. To be honest with you, because I don't have I have some numbers, but I don't have enough to to sit here and say, okay, this is what it's going to be, or you know, dead money and stuff like that. But of course, just yeah. a guess. That's what I was. Just I'm asking. pretty sure though it's 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 a two year deal. I I really yeah think I agree. I think I don't think it, I don't think it's going to be a clean break after two, but I think it's going to be they'll be able to get out if they want. Maybe there's an option here for all we know. I mean, th- th- yeah. these are the little details we need to know in order to to really assess it. So trust me, I'm keeping an eye out for this uh, to see what what they did with that um, because it, it, it's telling. It's it, it's telling because, like I said, you know, people are like, "Well, Daniel Jones is he's not the the long term answer." The length of the deal and from what we've seen so far, the structure says that they're optimistic. They feel they can win with him, but they're not ready to you know. Give him a Patrick Mahomes type of deal. Whereas with and for, Mahomes, and for all we know, Patty, and I want to address what Matthew said also about being stuck in mediocrity. I'll, I'll speak on that too. But um, for all we know, Patty, uh, Daniel Jones side wanted this too. Because Daniel Jones no. may be looking at the market and say, yeah, I'll take my 90 guaranteed with the ability to hit the market again in two years. Because yeah. that's essentially what this contract's going to end up being. It's going to be a two-year evaluation of Daniel Jones. Yep. And if the Giants feel that Daniel Jones is a top, I would say, seven or eight quarterback, they're going to give him the big contract. And if they don't, even if he's pretty good, they'll probably let him go. And if they do that, he hits the market and he's worth $60 million as a pretty good quarterback. So for all we know, Jones may have wanted the ability to get it after two. So it might have been something that both sides wanted. Maybe the Giants wanted to hold on them for three. We don't know. But regardless, I think it could work for, for both parties. I think it makes sense for both parties. Absolutely. Um, to what Matthew said, Matthew said, with Jones, it seems like we're stuck in mediocrity. And that's a fair – I can get that perspective because he feels – and I get fans that say that. Like, Jones is not a top-five quarterback. He's not going to be – but my, my answer to him, it's a two-year commitment. What could we have done other than bring back that – like – the other option was trading up for a quarterback and giving up three first round picks. So does not does that not keep us in mediocrity without having three first round picks over the next three years and having a rookie quarterback in this house? So we're going to be mediocre. If that's your thought process about Daniel Jones, we're still going to be in mediocrity the next two years if you trade up to get a quarterback. Exactly. Right? Exactly. When you're up all that draft capital. Hmm. Absolutely. And and there's too many needs right now. Too many needs. So you're not really one player away at this point. So do you really want to start all over again? I mean, see see what happens. Daniel showed that he could handle what they asked of him last year. They're going to up the ante this year. I'm sure they're going to ask him to do a little bit more. They're getting better talent. If he wets the bed, you say, okay, maybe uh, we, we, we need to think about moving on. If he does well. Then, you know, as was pointed out before, the cap's going to go up pretty soon. The, the, you know, $40 million a year for a quarterback is going to look like peanuts. Daniel's going to be worth – If I'll tell you this right now. If Daniel Jones becomes – and I think he can, by the way. 
if he becomes a top seven, eight quarterback, Daniel Jones in 2025 is going to be worth $70 million a year, $65 million a year with the way that this market is accelerating. And his agent knows that. And sure. I, they could have they could have been the ones driving the two-year out for all we know. So, you know, I think it works for both sides. That's all, it you know, that's all. Does. Yeah. It definitely does. All right, folks, if you have questions, I know some questions have kind of flown by me, but if we didn't answer them, put them again in the chat box and we'll get them. I, I know somebody asked when Andrew Tom, <clears throat> excuse me, when is Andrew Thomas eligible to have his deal redone? All draft picks are eligible to have their contracts extended after three years. So Thomas is, is eligible now, but you're not going to do everybody in one shot because you want to stagger it. You want to have Certain guys, you know, every year you want to have so many guys on the first year of their new deals because it just helps with the cap management. You don't want to, you know, extend everybody in one shot. And now all of a sudden year two, the, the contracts double. And now it's like, oh, my God, we don't have any cap ha, uh, cap room. So, you know, that's that's where, where they're at. I don't think Andrew gets done this year. No, I think um, it's next year. I think you're going to space it. Yeah. Out. Yeah, definitely on that. Um, let me see. I thought I saw another question. Let me just see real quick. Um, Sorry, guys. You guys, the questions are going by so fast. I'm trying to keep up with them, and I just missed one. Again, guys, if you you have a question, help me. Just put it in the question box again, and I'll I'll pick them up as as quickly as I can. All right. This this was Jacob's question about uh, Andrew Thomas. Oh, here we go. Here's one from Mark B. What's the vibe? about the signing in the Giants camp celebrating. Mark, we're not in the building right now. We're not allowed in until at the soonest, I think, uh, the mini camps, or, the, or I should say the OTAs. But uh, actually, no, I, I take that back. We're not allowed in the building until the draft comes up. Um, so I would think that there was a sigh of relief because had they had to use this, the, uh, the cap or the franchise tag on Daniel, that would have really put a crimp in their cap space. I mean, because that whenever you use the, the the tag, that money comes right out of yeah. your pot. That would have left the Giants with about eleven million to not only sign their draft class coming up, but also to do things in free agency. And that so, would have destroyed the twenty twenty four cap. Pretty much. You know. Pretty yeah, much. So so yeah. Um, I would think there's a sigh of relief. I don't know. You know, who was, you know, I'm sure John Mara got involved. I'm sure, you know, Joe Shane, Brandon Brown obviously were involved. I don't know who, Kevin Abrams was involved with this, uh, but just overall a good job, sigh of relief. And now they can, you know, they can uh, make moves. All right. Joe asked, can Barkley's contract be renegotiated now that he's franchised? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He, He's not the Giants the said, that, right? The Giants said in, in uh, their press release today that they intend, you know, basically they they plan to, <clears throat> excuse me, keep negotiating with Saquon. The tag is just a placeholder. I mean, guys, you remember? I think it was two thousand nine. Brandon Jacobs went through the same thing. Brandon Jacobs did not want the tag, and he got the tag, and they did it as a placeholder to keep teams away from you know luring him away. And it worked, you know, and they were able to come up with a new contract form. So it's basically a repeat of history, if you think about it. Well, I say this all the time when people bring up the tag. That's the intended purpose for the tag. Exactly. It's not, 
it, teams take advantage of it in the past when, you know, especially with running backs, but it's not meant for that. It's not meant for you to use the tag for the player to have to play on that. It's meant for you. It's, it's meant to make it so teams that draft players have an advantage in terms of being able to keep them. So you can keep them off the open market and negotiate with them exclusively. And that's exactly what the New York Giants are going to do. But the, there's no way. I, I, I don't want to use the term no way, but I'd be shocked. Like, obviously, in the past, running backs have played on the tag. But Saquon is a very odd case in the sense that Saquon's already made like $35 million because he was the second overall pick. If you're Saquon, you could afford to sit out a year. You're like, I already made my bank. I, I'm going to hold out until they give me something that He's I'm worth. He's not sitting out, though. He's not I, sitting I, out. But I agree. Yeah, and he, but there he's also not playing the tag. All right, you think he's gonna play in the tag? I don't think he wants to, but I think. And by the way, I have a piece of breaking news for you, but I'll, I'll let me just finish this. Oh, no, 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 get the break. I want to hear it. No, no, I want to finish this up. I'm a stinker, aren't I, folks? Um, no, so after Saquon basically gave the speech about, oh, you know, I missed not being able to play with my brothers, you know, while he was injured and stuff like that. I don't see him sitting out. Now, could I see him maybe skipping the OTAs if he doesn't have a new deal? Possibly, because now you're at risk for injury. Could I see him maybe cutting out on training camp? Possibly. Um, but I don't think he skips the season. No. I First of all, I don't think it'll get to that point. I think they'll get something done well before, you know, they get to that point. Yeah, I, I just He's don't Mike, see them. Mike I is. just don't see him playing on the tag. I don't think the Giants right. are going to want him to play on the tag. Want the breaking news? Yes, I do. Is okay. It, is it, all right, wait, before you tell me the breaking news, is it's, it like it's just, it's just for programming purposes? It's not. Oh, all right. I, I was I was going to ask you. It's just like bombshell. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, go it's ahead. not. The, I'm just for those of you who are curious. The Giants are going to send out an announcement on Daniel. Um, we're, we should be getting it momentarily. That has quotes and stuff like that tomorrow. Uh. Thursday, right? Today's today's Tuesday. No, today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. All right, so tomorrow. See, I tell you, I lose track of the days. I'm telling you. Tomorrow, there's going to be Zoom calls with uh, Joe, Shane, and Daniel. So you will want to tune in to Twitter. I don't have the times yet, but I just got a notice from the Giants saying that that that, that is the plan for tomorrow. And let me see. Did, That's did pretty the Giants... big, dude. I'll, I'll be at work, unfortunately, so I won't have my video up till later in the day. But um... That's pretty big news. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured you wanted to know. I'm just looking to see if the, the uh, announcement came in from, from uh, I think they're working on it now, which means Daniel, if they're sending out an announcement tonight, you know, an official announcement, that means Daniel signed the contract. So that's the, which doesn't surprise me because Daniel is, has been around, you know, working out. And, you know, just to go back, Chris, you know, to what, to, to the nervousness everybody was feeling, the fact that Daniel and, and, you know, Joe had said, Joe Shane had said that Daniel had been in the building working out. I think Brian Dable said it too at, at one point, I think after the, the season ended, if Daniel was really not intent on re-signing with this team, or if he was really digging his heels in, would he have been around the facility doing workouts and studying film? Yeah, it never made sense. It never made sense. Right. So, I mean, you know, I, I think both sides definitely wanted, wanted it to get done. It was just a matter that, uh, you know, would it get done? So, um, it will be done. I'm, and I'm just keeping an eye out now for this announcement. I'll read you when it comes in. I can read you some of the quotes and stuff. But, One of these uh, days, I'm going to get you to ask a question for me. <laughs> <laughs> One kidding. of these days, you got to get a credential, my friend. You keep doing what you do, you'll get in there. They, they, um, will, they, they will, they, they won't let me in that building. 
They they saw oh. my Daniel Jones reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's going down to Smithsonian, my friend. <laughs> that, that that was classic. That was classic. My husband still can't believe. He goes, "That's the same guy." I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and then I showed him Dog's reaction. He goes, "Wait a minute, those are the same guy." I said, "Yeah," and he's like, "Wow." But in fairness, you should have seen the reaction in the media room. So yeah. not quite as extreme as what you guys did, but it was like shock. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Quick uh, questions we got here. Um, Gabe wants to know, Ian O'Connor reported that OBJ is an option that the Giants are expected to pick up where they left off of him. Your thoughts? <sighs> Move on. Seriously. I, I mean, look, I think Joe Shane and the Giants, they're going to explore all the options. They're going to revisit. They're going to see where Odell is. They owe it to themselves to do the due, due diligence. But for heaven's sakes, move on. You know, I mean, Odell, unless he's willing to play for a low contract, which I don't know if he is. I mean, they need an X receiver. I know Odell can play the X, but wouldn't it be nice if they could get a tall guy, you know, a real skyscraper type of guy, you know, I, I don't, I, know. I, I don't I, think the Odell thing is going to happen. I, think I don't it, think Odell happens either. I really, I mean, you never know. Like maybe Odell's like out of the kindness of his heart, just wants to come back here so bad because he's got friends on the team. But what does Dable say all the time? Got to be a team player. Smart, tough, dependable. Smart, tough, dependable. Well, when the videos came out on that plane video, and I know people who love OBJ are going to whatever. Was that dependable? Like, I, it's, I just. Was when, it when, smart? As, it was not smart. And as soon as I saw I'm like, they, they're not signing Odell Beckham. It's not happening. I, I I would be shocked if Odell. I mean, look, again, they owe it to themselves to find out where he's at. Yeah. They owe it to themselves to sit down and, and t- have another conversation with him. I would not be shocked if that happens. Does that necessarily mean that that he's an option? I don't know, guys. I don't think so. Who knows? Maybe it'll happen. I just I mean, I'm, remember, I'm, Odell didn't work out the first time he was here. So yeah. how can anybody say he's an option without them? You know, they're not going to sign him without him working out. Yeah. So I mean, I don't see I mean, it. I don't. I personally don't see. I it. don't either. I, I know it's going to be a story, right? And we'll see, and maybe they'll talk to him, but I I, right. I, I, I don't think they'll sign him. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. All right, Brandon asks, "Have you looked at some prospects?" Yes, yes, Brandon. We're doing some prospects over on Giants Country. So I've been editing them. I've also been, I'm also planning to do a mock draft at some point this week, probably later in the week. I'm going to try another mock draft, post-combine mock draft. So uh, yes, I've been looking at prospects and we'll see if my my mock draft makes any sense. Spoiler alert, I'm going cornerback, which by the way, reminds me of another question that I saw. I forget who asked it. So I apologize. Somebody said, why don't you think the Giants will extend to Dory Jackson? Dory Jackson's in the final year of his contract this year. He's got a voidable year after that. He has what one or one interception or two interceptions. I think yeah. he has one. All right. Not a big playmaker for the money he's making. This is a deep cornerback class. You could potentially get two future starters in this class that play, you know, the style of defense Wink Martindale prefers. That's why I think that maybe the Giants stand, you know, hold their water, if you will, with, with a Dory Jackson, just a guess. I could be wrong, but it, it makes too much sense. They're just you want big plays, and it, they just haven't been there. Even the past breakups just haven't been there. So I, I actually like a Dory Jackson, but I do too. 
Yeah, but the, 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 the thing with it, and I wouldn't be against extending them if it was, but it, I wouldn't want it to be like a long extension. But if it was like a two year thing, I would be against that if you wanted to spread the money out a little bit. But the other thing is, I don't really see the incentive for a Dory either, to be honest with you. Like, I see, I see the incentive more so for Leonard because Leonard's older. Right. Leonard's 31, 32. He probably won't have a huge market. If a Dory's a pretty good year for the Giants next year, even if it's pretty good. If he hits the market as what what will he, what will he be after next year twenty seven, like if he hits the market as a pretty good corner, he's going to be handsomely rewarded for it. So I don't see the incentive for a Dory to to try to sign an extension with the Giants either. I do see yeah. it for Leonard Williams. So I I don't see it with a Dory. I I think I think we're going to end up letting him go. I think we're going to draft after he's going to play this year, but I think after this uh, I think we'll draft the first round corner. We'll try to develop Flot. You got Robinson, maybe yep. a corner in the next draft, maybe draft yep. like two corners in this draft. Uh, yep. But yeah, I, I think this, if I had to guess, I think this is a Dory's last year as a giant. I think so too. I think so too. All right. A couple of shout outs here to Fabian and Davey Anonymous. Thank you guys. Papa Guzzo, I see you. Thank you. I see Psy Guy Bry, uh, Jordan Zamiti. I see you. I see a lot of familiar names. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. On such short notice, I mean, this 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 was exciting, and uh, always happy to see you guys do a live show, and of course have the have the Tana here. You know, dog, we're thinking of you. If you're watching this, dog, we're we're thinking of you. We miss you, but uh, dog, dog's bringing home the bread, so uh, <laughs> he's bringing out the bread. All right, let's see what other questions we have here. Um, and then I, by the way, tonight, folks, I only have one commercial break, one quick one, so uh, that's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Uh, do we have any questions? Was Patty hinting at D hop? Was I hinting at D hop then? I, I guess this is oh, regarding a t- uh, tall receiver. You know what? Let me, t- let me touch on that actually, because I've been asked if I think the giants might make a trade for, for Deandre Hopkins. I can make a case for it and I can make a case against it. If the Giants can get Hopkins for one of their thirds, like the second, uh-huh. third round pick that they have, uh-huh. and a conditional six that can turn into a fifth based on production, yeah, I could see that being the case. I mean, I, I could probably live with that, assuming that the Giants don't give Hopkins a new deal. If okay, they just so keep the deal as is. But I don't know if that's that that would fly, to be honest you with you. You just hit it on the head because somebody asked me this exact question in my stream. And I said the same exact. No, I said third and a fifth, but I'm not extending him. If I can. Right. The, the way I look at it is he's a he fits the timeline with Daniel Jones. You get him here for two years. He's got two years on it. It gives Daniel Jones that's at least a stopgap. Number one, as you try to find that number one over the next two years in the draft to better evaluate him as a quarterback. And to give this team a chance to actually like really compete next year. If you had him, you get Barkley back, Jones, second year in the offense, mm-hmm. Evan Neal gets better. Suddenly that offense could be cooking. So I, I definitely see the attraction of bringing in Hopkins. But if it includes a, that I have to extend him and injure, you know, a guy that's already had an injury history, he's 31. I don't want to do that. I'm not touching an extension. But if I could if I could bring him in and I don't have to touch the extension, I'd be do I'd be willing to do it three and a five. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, you know, and I don't think, you know, is Hopkins necessarily in a position to demand an extension? I don't think he is. 
Yeah, there's rumors he's been he wants one, but that doesn't mean well, he's going to get it. I mean, I want a million dollars. That doesn't mean I'm going to get it. <laughs> I mean, come on, we could all want something, and 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 that doesn't mean that you know we're going to get it. Um, all right, I just saw another question, and I just also I wanted to pop on because I wanted to address something that somebody wrote. Um, oh. World heaviest jam band said Locked On Network should do a massive 20 plus member mock draft. I think that's what we're going to be doing. We did it last year. I'm pretty sure we're going to do it again this year. I know we do have a, a special network wide programming that's coming up ahead of free agency. So, um, yeah, I, we're, we're looking to do these group things. So, so that's definitely, um, that's I think awesome. something on, on, the, on the pipeline. All right. Um, somebody just put, uh, I think it was. Was it Brand? Oh, yeah, it was Brandon. He said you can't intercept the ball if they don't throw at you. Brandon, I went over to um, to uh, Pro Football Focus. Adoree Jackson since becoming the Giant. Let's see, he's been targeted 125 times, and he has allowed 71. Yeah, 71 receptions. All right, so yeah, they do throw at him. They do throw at him. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, he's allowed four touchdowns since becoming a giant, 13 pass breakups, one interception. So I stand by what I said, my friend. Sorry. I think he, I, I think he's a good corner. He's not a great corner. He's good. Right. He's, is, yeah, is, I, is he, is he a, I don't think a, he's a one. I, I, if, if you have a good check, a very good checker, I don't think he's a CB1. I think he's a CB2. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Would I be willing to extend him under the right circumstance? Yes, but I think because of his age, he doesn't have the same. I, I don't see him wanting to do it, so I, I, I just don't think he'll be back after this year. I, I really don't. I would be very surprised if if that were to happen as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a good one from Scott Young. Scott Young asks, "Do you think the Giants have reached out to Leo about extending his contract?" Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There was um, buzz at the combine that. Uh, Shane or somebody from the Giants met with Leo's agent. I really? didn't see it, but I had heard that there was buzz about that. Now it could have been. What, what, you know, what do you think a realistic more like if they were to I extend would, Leo? What, what's like probably extend him for you do a three year extension, maybe make the third year of avoidable year. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's what I would do because Leo's what, 28 now? Yeah, he's approaching 30. And he's had injuries the last couple of years. Well, he's also played a lot, too. So if you want to get him through a, a contract extension, you probably want to cut back on his snaps, I would think. Right. I think that would make sense. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would say if you're going to extend Leo, I wouldn't do more than three years. Maybe do two and make the third year avoidable one. So that would be my guess. And that may not – that may add, like, $15 million to this year's cap if you're able to do something like that. It, it, yeah, but maybe... it'll cut down that $32 million That's what I'm saying. That yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I mean, it'll, I mean, it'll give us $15 more million in this year's cap mm-hmm. if they're able to extend them, right? So that's yep. that's the attraction there. I think that's the best course if they could do it. Right. And and I agree with what you said about in terms of lowering his snap count. I think that's going to be the goal for Shane because one yes. thing that I think a lot of Giants fans are not looking at, I think they're going to be attacking this defensive line a lot this offseason. Oh yes, a they've already lot. said you it. it. Yeah, you they've heard in the press conference. It. Yeah, yep. and and they're. I think they're going to try to get a lot of depth on that line. Leo's obviously mm-hmm. still going to be a huge part of that defense, but I think they're going to try to have more of a rotation. Absolutely, because they didn't really have that. I mean, once Nick Williams went down, DJ Davidson went down. That was it. Yeah. So absolutely. 
Um, all right. I want to give a shout out to the big Moo who just joined the, uh, the chat. Hello, Moo. Uh, and then we have a couple of questions on, on the same topic. Dane Beck and Denzio. Can we get love back? My gut feeling is Julian Love is not back. And I say that because listening to Shane at the Combine last week, he made the comment that they're anticipating a bunch of veteran free safety, veteran safeties, I should say, to shake free. They have Belton. They have McKinney. They have, um, I think they have a kid from uh, on the on the practice squad that they like. I forget the name escapes me at the moment. Oh, they got Pinnock. Pinnock. Yep. They've got Pinnock, who I know they like. Hmm. I suspect love is going to walk just my gut. Um, I I've, I've said that right from the get go. I didn't think love was as much a priority. And if I'm not mistaken, I think love um, I'm trying to remember what they offered him. What I heard they offered him in, at the bye week. I think it was, I want to say about six or seven yeah. per year, six or seven million. I think that's where I'd be willing to go. Anything more. I think I'd let him walk. Yeah, and I think Love wanted a little bit more. So I don't get the a warm and fuzzy feeling about him uh, returning. So, all right. Um, NY Giants 26, where do you think our attention will be in free agency and the first round of the draft? Free agency, I think they go inside linebacker, which makes sense. You know, you want to get a veteran because otherwise right now that group is kind of young. You know, you've got Darian Beavers coming back. Hopefully he'll be a healthy. Um, and then you've got, you, you still got Carter Coughlin. Um, you've got Micah McFadden, McFadden kind of fizzled out a little bit there. I mean, I don't know if it's just cause he got thrown in before he needed to. Uh, so I think inside linebacker for sure. I think defensive line, you might see a veteran. Oh, I just got the Daniel Jones notice by the way. Um, so yeah, uh, those would be free agent targets. I don't know if they will, um, would they, I don't think they will do offensive line. They might, you know, obviously they'll they'll bring back one of Gates or Feliciano. Uh, so yeah, um, you got some, what, what, you, what, what are you what are you looking at? You, you got a big update? I'm looking there? at the Daniel Jones thing. I'm sorry, you, I, I got caught. Yeah, I'm no, I'm getting excited. Jones. I'm getting excited. Well, let, let, I just want to finish answering Giants 26 question. As far as the first round of the jab, draft, Giants, I wouldn't be shocked if they go cornerback. I keep saying it. I, I know no, they're going. I, I'm like. I'm, I I said, Patty, I said like a month ago, I was like 90% they're going wide receiver or cornerback. Now I'm almost like 70% they're going corner. Like I think I'm going, 80% they're going. Yeah, I might even be 80%. Like I think we're going corner. I think that's where the value is where we're picking. Okay. I've got the announcement on here. So just real quick, the Giants did confirm it's a four-year deal. Uh, let me see if they said anything with money. I don't think they do because they never do. Um, all right, so they got a quote from Jones, no biggie there. Quotes from Joe Shane. What what did Jones have to say? Okay, I'll read it. I'll read it for you guys. <laughs> Just for you, I'll read it, Chris. All I right. want to hear what Jones had to say. I'm gonna read it. Calm down. All right, so the first quote came from Shane, who said, We had productive conversations with Daniel and his representatives over the course of the past week or so. We are all pleased that we were able to come to an agreement prior to today's deadline. This gives us greater ability to continue to build our roster. Jones uh, said, I said after the season, I love this place. I really enjoyed my time here and I want to be here. 
I have great respect for this organization, the Maras, the Tishes, my coaches and teammates. I am happy we were able to come to an agreement. Let me see if there are any other quotes. Oh, that was pretty much it. Now, interestingly, right. and this take this for, for what it's worth. I don't know if this means anything. The final paragraph of the announcement says, um, with Jones Services secured, the Giants placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. This will allow them to continue negotiations for a long-term contract with Barkley until the July 17th deadline and prioritize conversations with some of their other free agents, including Julian Love, wide receivers Richie James and Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard, offensive lineman John Feliciano and Nick Gates, and linebacker Jihad Ward. Take so that for what it's name, worth, huh? guys. Oh. Take that for oh. what it's worth. Hmm. Interesting. That was did that did that just come out on Twitter or did they? Yeah, uh, I just came, I just got that in the email. I'm sure it's on Giants.com now, but Giants.com. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm yes. just messing with. I saw somebody say, "Calm down, Chris." I'm just messing with her. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Fabian, thin mints, baby. If you saw to- Tommy. Tommy G said thin men suck. I, I gotta disagree. I was like, with you. Dude, bad take. I almost fired Tommy G for that comment. I gotta I disagreed with both of you, okay? Because yes, Tommy G is absolutely wrong. Thin mints are delicious. Girl Scout, you can't go wrong with Girl Scout cookies. But yes. but where I disagree with you, you said thin mints are one. Samoas are number one. Is that the, the caramel co- coconut? Coconut. Coconut. Okay. I like the shortbreads. Shortbreads are really bacon. good too. That's probably two for me. And the peanut butter is not too bad. My husband it's loves good. the peanut butter. It's good. So I don't, I, I, I don't get Girl Scout cookies anymore because I don't, know, I don't have anybody who sells them. My niece is all grown up, so I got nobody who sells them. So if anybody wants to send me Thinman cookies, I'll take them. <laughs> Shouldn't eat them, but uh, you know, get taking them out of a freezer. Ooh, so good. All right, uh, let's see. Um, I think somebody just asked about. Um, John Michael Schmitz and what round would he be? Um, John Michael Schmitz, I could see him going late first, early second. I don't know if he'll make it to the Giants, but I'm warming up to what's his name, Tipman? Yeah, the kid from Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm warming up to him as a possibility if John Michael Schmitz is in there at 25. No, not at 25 in the second second round. round. I've seen Schmitz more. Schmitz might go in the first round. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. He's moving up. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Jacob Petruzzi has a question here. If they didn't want anyone to negotiate with Saquon, then why did they use the non-exclusive? Because he can't. He can't. Can't he now negotiate with teams? Yes, he can negotiate with teams. But who's going to give up two first-round picks to sign him? It's not happening. Really, what's that? It's not, not happening. happening. Yeah, exactly. Not happening. So, you know, you save money. You know, I, again, I had this discussion with somebody on uh, on my, my channel feed who kept saying, you're wrong. It should be the exclusive tag. No, I know what I'm talking about here, folks. The non-exclusive tag, the amount was set, you know, for 10 million. All right. When you have the, the difference between the exclusive and the non-exclusive tag. There's two main differences. Number one, with exclusive, obviously you can't negotiate with other teams, but you get the average of the top five at your position for that year. Whereas with the non-exclusive, you can negotiate with other teams. And if you sign an offer sheet and that's not matched, you get two, the team gets two first round picks as compensation. But as far as you know, what you would pay, 
It's the average of the top five at your position over the last five years. So it's a little different. Yeah, much different. And it's money-wise. Exactly. Yeah. So that's those are the two differences. And, of course, you know, the, the caveat is or 100% or 120% of the player's previous year salary, whichever is greater. So, yeah, I that's the difference. And that's why you rarely see – the exclusive tag use. I mean, they didn't. The, the Ravens didn't use it on Lamar Jackson today, which kind of surprised me. But I guess they feel that nobody's going to give up two first round picks for him. I let me circle back to Barkley first. I think you know people talk about now that they could trade him with the tech. I think the Giants still are going to have that idea that they could trade Barkley, but I think they're going to extend him in the process. That doesn't mean that they're going to keep him over the course of that contract. So that's still right. an option, even if they extend him. Um, the Lamar Jackson thing, it's never happened before. I don't think. I don't think it's ever happened before, at least at the quarterback position, where a team has traded two first-round picks um, when a quarterback is on a non-exclusive tag. He is the first one where I could actually see it happening. I can see uh, it happening, too. Yeah, and I, I don't the know. The Jets but, and Aaron Rodgers don't get a deal done? Could yeah. you see the Jets going for him? Or wa- how about Washington? Ooh. Giants fans might not want to hear that, but how about Washington? You, you're Ooh. talking about a team, they just get the enemy, so they got a new offensive play caller, they got weapons all over, they need a quarterback, they're picking in the middle of the first round. I could see it. I could see Washington going after him. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Right. I think you are absolutely right about that. Um, but you know what? I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So, all right. Uh, let's see. We got a question here from Stanley Frederick. What is the cap space looking at right now? Stanley, let, let me get all the numbers in. I can give you a projection, but I really would rather work with actual numbers. Um, Jones again is, is estimated to count for about 19 mil against the cap. Barkley 10 million is coming off, but you know, if they have some extensions and stuff in the pipeline. So, Let's give it a day or two once all the numbers come in, and then I can I can tell you. As a matter of fact, tomorrow I'm I'm gonna do an article on Giants Country, kind of you know where the cap stands and how they can get more money and all that other good stuff. Because the other thing they have to decide, and this could influence what they have to start the free agency with next week, is what are they doing with Kenny Galladay? Is he going to be a pre-June or a post-June? I think now he becomes a pre-June. I was going to say the same thing. I think had they tagged Jones, he would have been a post June. Yeah. But because they, because they extended him, they don't need that cap quite as much. So well, actually wait, let let me, let me back up. Cause I think I got, I, I I got it backwards with me. Had they tagged Jones, I think he would have definitely been a pre June. Pre June. Yes. Because they would have need to, to fill in the gap. Possible. Yeah. Right. Now that they okay. that they didn't tag Jones and they only have ten million, they they could if they wanted to make him a post June, but I think it's contingent on what happens with Leo and how quick you know how much they can get there, and if they do Dexter, it makes sense to just rip the bandage off, in my opinion, and just you know swallow the dead money. I think it's like four, I want to say fourteen million in dead money. But um, we'll see what they do. That decision has not been made yet. And it won't be made probably until we get closer to, to the 15th. Although, if I remember, I'll try and ask Shane that question tomorrow on the call. when, he, when That's uh, a good question to ask. Yeah, good one. Yeah, if they've made a decision on that. Because, I mean, gosh, I, I've got a ton of salary cap related questions I could probably ask them. <laughs> Everybody yeah. will probably get mad at me for asking them. But... <laughs> 
anyway. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, I think I'm behind on these questions here. Uh, okay, here's here's one from Matt. I'll make a couple guarantees. I think the Giants will sign Bobby Wagner and Floyd too. Saquon won't play under the tag this year. They will extend them. Giants will go cornerback week. I think you mean round one. I, I don't agree. know. If that's, I agree with I the cornerback. I agree with the cornerback. I think Saquon will not play under the tag. I think they will get him extended. I don't know that they'll sign Bobby Wagner. I think Wagner, I know he's older, but he's still, I mean. He's still I, good, but at what cost is he going to come? I, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to pay. He had a 91 PFF grade last year, and I'm not like a big PFF yeah. guy. But I'm like, he's still really good. Like, I, I, I can't imagine he's going to sign for less than, like, big-time money, even at his age. So, if I just, I don't, I think the Giants are going to bring in a linebacker. I just don't think it's going to be him. I I would agree with that. I mean, you've you've got to, I think, you know. And here's another position that's a sneaky need and nobody's really talking about. Edge rusher. You've got Thibodeau. I agree with you. You've got Ojulari, assuming that they he could stay healthy. Who's your number three right now? Zimenez is a, a UFA. Ward's a UFA. Ellerson Smith can't stay healthy. And, you know, quite frankly, he hasn't played a lot of football since, what, 2019? Yeah. So who's your number three? We don't have one. We don't have one. Exactly. I could see. I could see a signing a, a a mid-tier edge rusher. I could see something like that. Draft one maybe in the third round. Hell, if we love one in the first round, who knows? We go so many ways. But I, you know what? You might have convinced me. We might take an edge rusher in free agency, like a mid-tier guy. I definitely think after what Shane said, both in the draft and in free agency, we might add a piece in free agency and a piece in the draft on the defensive line. I think so too. I, I think, I think they want to build up like the Eagles do, where they got five, six guys rotating in and out. Yep, absolutely. Because you can't have Leonard and Dex. I mean, Dex is what twenty five years old, and he was getting a day off, a rest day. Come yeah. on, that's yeah. because he was playing so much. So you got to yeah. take some of the onus off of him. All right, Irish Rover wants to know: Do we sign Gates? I don't know, but I'll tell you what: I will check in on that. I will see what things are with that. So um, hopefully I'll get an answer for you in the coming days, but uh, I, I will, I will look into that. I, I feel like it's going to be one of Feliciano or Gates. And I have a feeling it's going to be Feliciano, especially if the plan is to draft a young center yeah. and plug him in and, you know, Feliciano can serve as the. Uh, well, let, well, let's, let's look at the, let's look at the line right now. Um, you got Thomas and Neil, you've got a Zudu, you've got McKeithen. He's still going to be here. You've got, um, uh, Glowinski, that's five. I do think Feliciano is coming back as much as I don't like to I say do that. Too. That's six. And is Parrot's probably gone, right? Parrot is Parrot. I think Parrot's going to have an uphill battle to stick. Parrot's probably gone. Who am I? Who am I forgetting? That's uh, who, who else am I forgetting? For the offensive line. You oh, uh, Bredesen. 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 That's seven. Um. And then, like you said, I think they'll probably draft a guy, at least one. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be tough for Gates to come back. I hope he's. I, I would. I want him back, but I. If it's one or the other, and if they're keeping Feliciano, I don't think it's Gates is going to stay. Yeah, I, I, I will check in on that and and see what's going on. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, my my gut feeling is Nick Goat moves on, which is going to break my heart. You guys know how I feel about Nick, but. You know, such is life, unfortunately. So, all right. Um, 
Papa Guzzo wants to know if Colin Johnson is healthy, will he be back in uh, in the 53 roster? You know he's what? Under he's under contract. I think he's going to compete. Will he make the roster? Depends on how how he looks. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other guy, the other guy's um, Washington that we picked up late in the season, the former Steeler receiver. Don't forget about him. Yep. Exactly. I think they picked him I, up I don't think I'm not so sure Gary Slayton comes back. I, I still say that I'd be shocked if he comes back. Uh, he's not coming back. I, I don't see it happening. I mean, uh, maybe, unless there's no market for him, but I can't imagine that. There's there's not a lot yeah, of Yeah, I, 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 I'm the same. I, I agree with you. I, I just, I'm not so sure he comes back. So, you know, and, and it's a shame, you know, he's a good guy. He worked his tail off, but, you know, I, I just don't see it see it happening so all right everybody i do have to take one quick commercial break this is under a minute don't go anywhere we got plenty more here on locked on giants live hey giant fans the nfl season might be over but the nba season is in full swing and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 if their first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to the spread and more. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Giants Live. You got Patricia Trena and Tana. Feels weird not saying training Tana and dog. I think it works better when you leave off the Patricia. I love your name, but when it, it just train and dog. Okay. Train and Tana. Train and Tana. Train and Tana. Okay, that works. That works. I mean, that's how it used to be before we added dog to the to the pile, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But still we, we we have we have a blast. It's like you know, three old buddies hanging around and we're sitting and we're we're shooting the breeze about football, and then we've got all our extended friends who come in and join us in the chat room and it's it, oh, i always it's love hanging out with the chat the chat's the best oh part. i love it too i absolutely love it and uh, i'm so happy everybody was able to to come in on such short notice here we have quite a crowd here tonight from from what i see so folks if you have questions drop them in the chat box and if you don't get your question answered right away just repeat it because i get you know it's going quick so I'm trying to look at the screen and also look at the questions at the same time. So uh, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to keep up. Got a shout um, out. Tommy just popped in. What's Tommy, up, Tommy G? G. Tommy G. What's going on? There's my man, Tommy G. Got to give him a shout out. What's up, gotta, Tommy? You know, we got to have Tommy G on the show one day. Got to get him Tommy on. Tommy's G, great. I love Tommy. On the show one day. Yep. Yeah, I had him on my show. Yeah, I'm going to have him on the show again. He's a great guy. Yes, he is. I love Tommy G. I bust his chops, but you know, he he knows I love him. That's a great job. By the way, if you're not checking out the Giants Country channel, Tommy G is dropped dropped a lot of content this week. Good stuff. Do check it out. I mean, Giants Country has its own YouTube channel. Check it out. Tommy G's works really hard at it, does a great job, and uh proud to have him as part of the family. So uh, all right, let's get back to some of these questions here. Papa Guzzo wants to know, will Wandale Robinson be ready to start the season at a slot receiver? To be determined. No. I think I would not rule out that 
Rondale Robinson starts on PUP for training camp, will he be ready? I'm going to, it's too soon to say. I mean, you know, I can tell you, you know, when it comes to like Sterling Shepard, who also tore his ACL, Shepard kept telling me that he was ahead of schedule. I mean, he was telling me what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how ACL, what's normal in the recovery and all that stuff. But he was very excited about where he was progress-wise. Wandale is younger, yeah. and and I could see him being ahead of schedule. So will he be ready? I think right now it's 50-50. I got to see where we're at when we get back in the building and you know where everybody is kind of you know injury-wise. I hope he, I hope he gets back to himself because I'm going to tell you what. I think he could do really well in this offense. Absolutely. Like, that's why I, they picked him. Yeah, I, that last game, that's – and then I said to myself, because you started to see the way that, that you envisioned and, and thought they were the way that they were going to use him all year in that game, the way that they were motioning him and everything. And then I say to myself at the end of the year, the last three or four games when you really started to see them open up this offense, I kept saying to myself, oh, my God, if Wandell was here on this play- – like, I, I really feel like in a more spread offense, which is what I expect next year, I could see one. I'm not saying he's going to be like, you know, at 1,500 yards, but I could see him being a really, really nice player for this football team. I just hope that he's fully recovered and he, he could still, you know, he's fully capable of doing everything that he was able to do before yeah. the injury. Because, you know, with those ACLs, they say it could take up to two years for you to yeah. really be back where you need to be. But Wandale has youth on his side. Yeah. Which I'm sure, you know, I know I wish I had youth on my side. Because especially, you know, you wake up in the morning and you got all, it's suddenly like, oh gosh, I've got, I, I never felt that before. So it's getting old stinks, folks. But uh, all right, a couple, uh, some more questions here. And why Giants 26, will Shep be back before the season starts? To be determined. I know they like him. Um, good locker room guy. Dable likes him. But if he's not healthy, do you really want to see them devote a roster spot to him? Just, you know. For that, for the sake of having him around, I think what will probably happen, mm-hmm. they'll keep an eye on his rehab mm-hmm. and see where he's at. I don't think they'll necessarily sign him tomorrow or next week or next month even, and and just hold a roster uh, a roster spot for him. So, I, I wouldn't rule it out, but I don't know. You know, it, it's going to depend. There's a lot of factors that um, will come into play. My heart so, wants Shepard back because I love Shepard. But mm-hmm. my brain tells me, as yeah, as, it, it, as, it, you move on. Yeah, and as bad as our special teams were last year, do you really want to dedicate? Because traditionally speaking, your wide receiver five, six, those guys are special teams contributors. And Shepard never did special. Shepard's not going to do that. Yeah, and he he ain't going to be a three or four on next year's team. So for me, yeah. I, as much as I hate to say it, give him a coaching job. But I I don't. I don't think it's in the best interest of the team to bring him back. I I, I would lean towards that as well. And and it, it pains me to say it as well, because he, yeah. wa- he I think he wants to come back. He wants to go out on his terms. Yeah. But, you know, that, that that's going to be a heartbreaker for me. I mean, I was probably one of my three or four favorite giants, but it sucks. Well, you know, it's, it, it's interesting. Matthew Stein just asked this question. Who's your favorite giant at the moment? I mean, you know, I try you. not to play favorites. I really don't. I mean, I've made no mistake, no no secret of of how much I admire Nick Gates. Um, I admire Darius Slayton. Shep is another guy I admire. I, I I tend to like the guys who 
kind of come back from adversity. I, I just gravitate towards them probably because I've done it myself. And I, I just, I have a, an appreciation for that, but you know, I think a better question and, and, pro- and a question I probably wouldn't answer is which giants don't you like? There's very few that I can honestly say I don't like, and not just, you know, from the last roster, but throughout my career, I, I can probably count on one hand, the number of giants I can legitimately say I did not like as people. Can I guess? You can try. <laughs> I know you weren't the biggest fan of Pat Shermer for counting coaches. Well, I, I've told that story. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. Um, but I didn't hate Shermer. I just didn't, didn't hate him. But you like, he spoke to me. You didn't love him. Um, no. I'm trying to think of like other giants. Oh, Shockey. You told me that. That's one. Well, of them. Again, Shockey. Which is probably I, why you gave me that, That's once, probably why you gave me his. Once we cleared the air, so to speak, yeah. we were fine. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why you gave me his jersey for Christmas because you don't like him. <laughs> but I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I of, was uh, going to cut it up, and then then my husband said, "Why don't you give it to Chris? He might like it." I said, "Oh, that's a good idea." Yeah, I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Uh, you, you you probably won't guess. All right, and I'm, I'm, and then, I'm not going to say. All right, then I'm not. All right, I'm I'm not going to push on it. I'm not going to push on it. I mean, look again. You go to work. You do your job. At the end of the day, you come home. I mean, it's not like I'm hanging out with these people. I do, you know, when I see them, I'm courteous. I do what I need to do. And I go home. I try to be a professional. That's what, you know. So whatever personal feelings I have towards individuals, I keep them to myself. Or I write them in my diary. Or I tell my husband. If I had my dog still alive, I would tell my dog. She was a great listener. By the way, I'm hoping to get a new dog this this, uh, off season. Going to be working on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what's the point in, in, in going on, on, you know, the channel and saying, oh, I can't stand this guy. Oh, can't you can't do that. You, you can't do that. You can't yeah. do that. No way. So, so I just, you know, play it cool. So, all right, let me see. We have, um, I guess this is, all right, Deron Osman, what are your, your season aspirations prior to free agency and the draft? Expectations for Super Bowl in two years. My season aspirations, I guess, for the coming year, mm-hmm. I'd like to see the Giants maintain what they did and build on it. I don't want to see them go backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the other thing I will say. The Giants in the second half of the season, what did they win? Three regular season games? So they kind of sputtered there towards three the and yeah, they started six and one and they finished. Yeah. Three. So they sputtered a little in the second half of the season. Yeah. Because I think teams caught up to what they were doing. Of course, mm-hmm. injuries also played a factor. Yeah. I would like to see them. I would like to see them. And, and also you can make the argument that they really, with maybe two exceptions, they really didn't beat a top 10 defense, you know, a top flight mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see that be the next amongst the next steps in the progression. Yeah. Um, as far as the second half of the season goes, I don't know if it was so much we sputtered out or that. We, I mean, we played the Eagles three times in our last 10 games and that was, you know, and, and I think we played Dallas, we played the Vikings, but the thing that I really want to see the New York giants improve upon next year, more so than anything else, we got to get better from within the division. Yes, we we've got yes. to get better. Uh, even if we don't beat the like we we, we can't be, we can't, it can't be that big of a gap. 
Like, even if we lose to the Eagles, keep it close. Keep it competitive. Show growth. Um, so for me, that's the thing I'm looking for going into next year. Like improve from within the division, be that's, more competitive against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we could split with the Cowboys next year. I really believe that. Um, Eagles are gonna be tough. We'll see what their team looks like. They may lose a lot of players, but they're gonna be tough. But just cl- start to close the gap from within the division. Absolutely, that's a good starting point too. Because yeah. if you what was the what was the record in the division last year? Was it two and they were one and four? four and one, one four and one. You got you got to have at least a five hundred record in your division. Yeah, they haven't had that in yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. So you know that that's definitely a good point. But you know, just overall, st- start off strong, stay strong. They, you, you can't be dropping off at towards the end of the season. And again, I know there were injuries involved, but you know, they it, I just felt like they they sputtered and stumbled towards you know down the stretch, especially against the better defenses and whatnot. So. Uh, that would be amongst it. Now, Super Bowl, as far as being a Super Bowl contender in two years, let's see what the roster looks like. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, nah, it ain't happening, because quite honestly, I didn't think they'd be a playoff team last year. But let's see what it looks like, this team, and then we can we can kind of go from there. Right now, this roster's not complete, and it won't be until after the draft, so we'll figure that out. Um, all right, Gus Bus 9000, do you think – do you trade up to get the best receiver possible in the draft – Receiver class is weaker this year. I don't think I would trade up. Mm-hmm. Um, the receiver class, depending on who you listen to in the draft, the, the draft class is not that bad. It's kind of mm-hmm. deep. Yeah. Um, those of you who don't know, I had Keith Sanchez on last week, and then the week before, I had Damian Parson, both of whom are the hosts of Locked On NFL Draft. Really good talent evaluators, ladies and gentlemen. I suggest you try and listen to those shows because I specifically asked them about receivers. And Damien in particular gave some names that, that you know, I don't think a lot of people are talking about that he thinks could be nice day three value picks at receiver. So do check that out if you get a chance. That was about two weeks ago, I think I did that show. And it, that was with uh, Damien Parson. And let me see if I can find the name of the show. Was that... Um, see i don't remember the name of it but uh was he out of the box maybe it was they might be they might i think it was called they might be new york giants might have been the show so check it out all right to answer his question from my perspective i think he just answered it himself he said do you trade up to get the best receiver possible in this draft the wide receiver is class is weaker this year it's exact why would you trade up then if it's a weak wide receiver class i think maybe he meant though the uh, the, well, maybe uh, like the, the overall. Defense. Yeah, I mean, for for me, it's like, yeah, I don't see, I don't see a Jamar Chase in this class. I don't see a, a Jalen Waddle in this class. Um, yeah. I don't see a wide receiver worth giving up like high end draft capital to go up and get. I think there's some yeah. good receivers, um, but yeah, no, I, I would not, I would not, I would not trade up. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Jay Sports Card wants to know: Could the Giants sign a cornerback too, and if so, who? Oh, you know what? It's a I good think we're gonna question. Draft one, though. I, I would draft this cornerback class is so deep. Yeah, wouldn't you rather get two guys on their rookie contract? Who, who? I mean, that you can le- legitimately get starters, according to you know the some of the draft experts I've spoken to. There yeah. are starters in his latest round three with round three projections. I don't think. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me to sign a corner. I mean, maybe like a couple of ba- like a. 
a depth corner, but I don't think we're going to spend big money in a corner because of what you just said, the draft class is loaded um, at that position. If we want a corner, we'll, we'll be able to get a good one at 25. I don't think we're signing a corner. I, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. All right. Papa Goose wants to know, do you see the Giants drafting a tight end in later rounds? I can yeah. see it. Yeah. I mean, I know they just resigned um, Cager. Yeah. But he's kind of like a hybrid. It. He's not like a true tight end. Right. Like, I could yeah. I could I could definitely see it. Um how late I couldn't tell you. I I mean running back to me would be a little bit more of a priority. Mm-hmm. But uh I would yeah. love to get like a thumper at the running back <laughs> position this year to pair with Saquon. Yeah. I, I, like- I don't exactly. I don't think um, you know, I I've I've gone back and forth as to whether Matt Breida comes back. I I'm thinking he's not coming back. I'm thinking no. I'm yeah. thinking I'd like to see him back, but you know, I, I doubt it. I, 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 I mean, you know, they brought I don't, down I don't think he's from back. Buffalo to kind of get that offense off the ground and, and they did. And, you know, at what point do you just say, okay, now we're going to start moving on. And because the rest of the team knows what we're doing. So yeah, I, 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 like I, him. I, I wouldn't mind if he's back, but I wouldn't mind either. Definitely. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't think he's back. All right, let's see. Um, I know there was a question. Somebody asked about the new turf and, and when that was going in. I don't know if it's – I think the new turf is going to go in after um, – to me, it would make sense to do it after the summer concerts mm. because why put that new turf down and then have it ripped up? Right, so right, right. So my guess would be maybe after the summer concerts are done, before the start of the preseason. It's going to take roughly, I think, a week or so to lay down the new turf whatever, you know, whatever surface they decided on. Okay. But I'll see if I can find out more about that. I know somebody asked that and I, and again, I saw it flash by, so I apologize. I didn't catch the person's name, but uh, I hope you're still in the chat and, and uh, answers at your question. Um, H1000, who should be accountable if the 2023 draft class is as injured as much as the 2022 draft class? Um, injuries happen. Now, this being said, um, that is a question I want to ask of Shane at some point and say, look, you guys said you were going to look at this. What did you find? That might even be a Dable question. You know, how are they training these guys? Now, here, here's a theory I have, and I can't speak for previous years. I can only speak for last year. Heck, maybe I can speak for previous years because of the coaching turnaround. The strength and conditioning coach, who is hired by the head coach is responsible for putting together um, plans for these guys to get them built up the way they need to. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but the NFLPA published a report card of all 32 teams workplaces and of the giant grades, the giants ranked eighth overall, but their strength and conditioning program did not rank very highly. I think it was 24th. Yeah, because guys felt that, you know, the coaches weren't giving them enough, um, you know, customization and whatnot. Now, is that because they were hired late last year and guys were already training? I think with a strength and conditioning program, you have to let it kind of take root and then see what happens. I know when Aaron Wellman was here, the Giants were weren't one of the most injured teams in the league. So, you know, it could be any number of things, but. I know the Giants are looking at it. And that, that, again, that's probably a question that if I can get to Dable on that, I would. So, you got to write these questions down. 
the rough we got here. The, we got the turf. We got the what was the other one we asked earlier? The uh, I forget now. There's something the contract yeah. question, maybe. You remember? It's in your head. <laughs> I hope I remember. Sometimes I don't remember what I had for lunch. Actually, I didn't remember what I had for lunch today. I asked my husband, I'm "Like, what do we have for lunch?" <laughs> it's just been that kind of a day. But seriously, um, all right, uh, Zig eighty one hundred. What do you guys think about bringing Bradbury back? No. I don't see it happening. After he he doesn't fit the um, the yeah. defense either. He's his own corner. We he he doesn't. We want a press corner. He doesn't fit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I like him, but I, I, I you know, I, I was upset we had, we lost him last year. Obviously, yeah. I knew we were gonna when I knew when I knew the salary cap. But um, yeah, I just don't think he fits uh, Wink's defense particularly. Yeah, well. I'm with you on that. Funny one here from Bill Maxwell. That Maxfield, name your new Boston Terrier, Eli. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting a Boston Terrier. My husband wants a Shih Tzu. I want a female dog because I had a female dog for years. Molly, my baby. Um, and if I get a female dog, I'm going to name her either Lucy or Daisy. I just like okay. those names. That's, that's assuming that the boss upstairs approves of the names. <laughs> <laughs> so molly we just adopted she, she was already named molly and she just the name just fits so we kept the name so um but yeah whatever whatever dog we could find that that needs a home um i would take two two or three i love dogs i absolutely love them so I did, um, I'm a big dog right. uh, next dog i got i'm gonna name saquon <laughs> i don't think i would name a dog after after a player i did as a kid tiki I, but that was I, that was a horrible mistake because then tiki badmouthed eli well, it's funny. My very first dog, actually, the first dog my husband and I had, we had a pure yellow lab. We named it Bernie. It was a female <laughs> dog, but we named her Bernie. After we used to live on on a street, Bernie, and we named her after the street we lived on. So, our first, you know, our first condo was 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 on a Bernie Street, and I was like, okay, we'll just name the dog Bernie. That way, we don't forget. It works. It worked. Good dog name. Yeah, I mean it's, it's fun. I mean it's the closest. Cl- we'll we'll uh, we'll figure it out. I mean, like I said, I I like Lucy or Daisy for a female dog. But if we get a male dog, then I have no idea what I would possibly name Call it. Call him Daniel, DJ. I, nah, I don't think I name <laughs> that. I would probably go for like a buddy or you know I, I don't know. I, I'll think of something, and I'm sure he'll think of something. He'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure, figure it out. You know, it's just. That's just one of those decisions, you know, if you had a kid, I mean, although I was told if we had a kid, if we had ever had a son, I was told right off the bat he was going to be a junior. <laughs> I had no say in the matter. And I'm like, I don't think I would have named him after my husband, but my husband was intent on having a junior. So that didn't work out. But anyway, all right, let's see what other questions we have. Um, okay. Uh, Fabian asks, was was DJ's contract big NFL news or just for us fans who haven't watched TV in a while? It was big NFL news. It made yeah. the ticker. I, I think mean, anytime a quarterback signs, it's going to be big sure. news. Yeah, um, I mean, Geno Smith was big news the other day. Sure. Derek Carr was big news. Matter Aaron of fact, Rodney I I, I can't wait. Quarterbacks are just big news. I, I obviously haven't because as soon as it happened after I got off work, I I, I went live. But so I haven't really gotten up. And I'm sure everybody's bad mouthing it on the national stage because of the 160 level number, but. I can't wait to see what all they all have to say in regards to the contract. It's not yeah. nearly as bad as they're going to portray it. Right. Exactly. I can't wait to see what they have to say. I, I can't wait either. All right. <laughs> uh, Prodeep Cox. Why wouldn't Giants let Saquon play on the tag? Lower a- average 
value, then the contract he's looking for can always tag again. Don't see Saquon sitting out. Um, well, that's the, the, the well, I, I'll give my reason. Nah. One, I think it's, it is that reason that I think they view him as a leader, right? They view him a guy, as a guy that's respected in the locker room. And I feel like if the New York Giants kind of did him, if it, if he was not happy and they did him dirty, it might not sit well with a lot of the guys in that locker room. I'll start there. Um, but two, if you extend Saquon, he may only go four or five million dollars against the cap year one. You could structure it in a way where he maybe go four or five million. It's the same argument with Daniel Jones. It would be with Saquon, rather, be, but it's on a smaller scale because it's a running back. Rather than being ten against the cap, he may go five against the cap year one, and then year two he may go like third. Like his year two hit would probably equal the second franchise hit. Right. It would probably be like same thing with Daniel. Right. Daniel's the second franchise hit is thirty nine. Saquon will say it would be 13 or 14 on the franchise. That's what would be against the cap year two. And it would probably be like five against the cap this year. So you'd be, you'd have more flexibility. And again, he's a leader in the locker room. I just, I, I, that's the reason, but I don't think they're going to go above and beyond. They're not giving him $60 million. That's not happening. No, um, He's going to have to meet them where they want to be, but I think they prefer actually to get him on a reasonable extension. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah. Saquon, you also got to look into age. You got to look at durability. You know, if Saquon had stayed healthy, we'd be talking a whole different ballgame here. Yeah. And that hasn't been the case, unfortunately. So, yeah, I mean, Saquon's going to be, and I think Saquon understands that. And, you know, he's functioning well in this offense. And I think, you know, he likes playing with Daniel. He had a bit, he had a career year last year. I don't think Saquon's stupid enough to say, oh, my God, it's the heck with the Giants. I'm going elsewhere because I'm being disrespected. No, I, I don't think he's like that. I really, really don't. Yeah. I really don't. I think he wants to be here. He just wants to be. I think so, too. He said it. He said yeah. it, basically. So Yeah, he wants to be right. fairly compensated, but I think he wants to be here. Sure. We all want to be fairly compensated. We all want more money than we're worth. I keep telling you, people, I want a million dollars. I got kiss tickets to pay for, dude. So. <laughs> Floor seats, got them two nights at the garden. I'm so psyched, so psyched. So, all right, Barbara, uh, Barbara A. Carroll asked, "Did you see the Eagles laughing at dimes getting paid?" You know what? Who cares what the Eagles do? They're they're, they're a bunch of. They've been laughing and taking jibes at the Giants. You know, it, it reminds me of the schoolyard garbage. Wait, thing wait, wait, wait. Did the actual them. Eagles laugh at him or the fans? Um, um, the the, the team. The, whoever it was who cares sticks and stones may break my bones but names will never hurt me and i'll laugh and i'll laugh when when i see them pay jalen hurts i'll be laughing too so i'm looking (laughs) i'm looking forward to that contract eagles fans oh man wait till he gets 50 57 million dollars a year whatever yeah well howie roseman's pretty good with what he does no he's great i can't even hate on him he's great but uh i I don't know i mean we'll see but i'm not bothered by that they can laugh all they want what what did kind of like I don't want to say bothered me because I, I generally don't comment about this, but one of the Eagle beat writers made a comment about how poorly the Giants are are run. And I'm like, dude, have you ever set foot in the facility? Oh, I saw the guy you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah, saw the I'm guy like, you're talking about. I, I'm like that 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 sounded like, you know, I was like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> where where are you getting this stuff from? You know, so anyway. Uh, let me see what we have. What else we have here with questions? I mean, the the big uh, 
contract insurance. Let's see. I'm just scrolling through here. Oh, here we go. Um, okay. Lawson Everett, who just turned uh, tuned in, excuse me. Um, what does this ha- mean for the Julian Love situation? Yeah, Lawson, we don't think Julian's going to be back. I mean, if they can yeah. get him at six, around six to seven per year. Which is what I heard. I forgot who said it. Somebody said it on Twitter. Like one of you, I don't, I think it was one of the beat reporters. I don't remember which one. Um, it wasn't you. They said that they, they, they thought his market could be in the five to $7 million range to which I said, if that is, if that's the range, then, then I'm in, I'll do it for that. But I think that's like anything above that. When you factor in that McKinney's a possible, I think that's what he was offered. If I'm not mistaken during the, the bye week. Yeah, so, so if they can get him for that, if you go like seven for twenty-one, even say fifteen's guaranteed, I'm fine with that. But if it's something, if it's anything over that, I think I think you got to be smarter and and uh, invest elsewhere. Yeah, I I uh, yeah, I I like Julian. I hope he can come back. I just get the got the impression last week at the combine, listening to Shane, I'm like, eh, I don't think that's gonna happen. He hasn't so. even mentioned him. He, he, he hasn't really. He mentioned him in season, but he hasn't mentioned him. Post-season. He mentioned he mentioned the safeties, and you know that 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 there were two media sessions. So you know there was the one on the podium, and then there was right. one behind the right, right. behind the curtain. So yeah, I I I'm not. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. You know, yeah. every year I I predict who's coming back, who's not. And I always have one surprise in there that I didn't see coming. That I thought, oh wow, I didn't think that guy was going to be back, but here he is. So, um, what was the surprise yeah. last year? I'm trying to think. <clears throat> this past year or last year? Yeah, 2022. Brita would probably be my surprise. No, no, I mean last year's team. Who was the oh, surprise last year that was back? Oh Did gosh, I have to go back and look and see who they signed. We didn't sign many plate people. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't really um, have a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know, but I think Breida would probably be my surprise for this. Breida year. would be like your surprise this year. I could see Breida coming back. I don't want. I wouldn't mind it. Breida was. I wouldn't mind it. I, I but I agree with you. I don't think he'll be back. I don't think he'll be back. Yeah, yeah. All right, Christy asks, um, "Do you think we get a wide receiver and free agency, the draft, or both?" I could see both. Get it? Get a receiver. Um, you know, towards. Uh, in the second or third wave of free agency, I don't think the Giants will be very active in the first wave of free agency. Um, they're going to focus on their okay. own guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I could see both. I mean, I think it has. You, gotta, to you guys got to remember, there's going to be guys that are going to be cut. Yeah. So that could change the complexion. Of the class. So that's why, you know, when you guys ask me these questions, I'm like, let's kind of see what the class looks like when we get a little closer. Cause suddenly, you know, if you have, you know, if a Hopkins hits or, you know, I don't, I'm not saying this would happen. If T Higgins becomes available now, this changes the complexion of, of what the class looks like. So I, maybe it's just a hot take this year. And a lot of my hot takes are wrong. And I'm probably wrong about this. I think we're going to trade for a receiver. I really do. Well, we talked about that earlier. I could I really see don't. it. I could make a case for that. Um, I just don't know which one, but I, I, I think we're well, going to trade. Would you want Hopkins? Would you want Hopkins? Without the extension, I'm fine with it. But with it, with the extension, I'm not. Um, but I, I do. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna make a move for a receiver. I don't think we're gonna. I don't know who, but 
That's my what about, guess. Uh, Alan Robinson or Robert Woods. Robert Woods. I, I think no. Well, they're free agents. I think if they're going to trade well, Robinson, for, I think it's going to be released, right? Yeah, Woods is a free agent. They just uh, Robbie Anderson was released too. He's like a cheaper. Didn't he change his name, Robbie Anderson? Yeah, yeah I think he did. Was it but, Chance now or something? Yeah, I can't remember, but I think you're right. I think he did. But I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be. But I look at the wide receiver class in free agency and the draft, and I'm like, not. It doesn't blow me away. And I'm no, like, it doesn't. It's a weak class. Yeah, exactly. so I'm like, if they have an, if they have the, uh, it's got to be the right price. That's the key. But if the right situation comes along, I think Shane's going to pull the trigger. I think we're going to trade for a receiver. Well, I mean, they didn't do it last year, which I found interesting. So it's like if he held his water last year, why would that change this year now that he has a better cap situation and more assets? Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're one receiver away. No, they're not one receiver away. I think it has to be the right fit. I think it has to be like Diggs. The Bills weren't one receiver away when they got him, but that helped the team and they started you know so i i just feel like that's a big piece for this team and if and if they have the ability to go out and get one i i think it gives them the luxury of worrying about other positions early in the draft you can worry about the offensive line you can worry you know so that that's where my head's at but again they're not gonna just do it to do it it's got to be the right receiver and it's got to be the right price Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we, we can all agree that the receiver classes or, or the Giants receiver room is going to be totally redone. Um, yeah. Somebody mentioned Juju Smith Schuster. I don't know. I, you know, I know we wrote about him over on Giants country, but uh, the more I think about that. And... You could get him on your YouTube channel. He's a big TikToker. Oh, is he? Yeah, I just recently like... joined TikTok. Did you? I, I I still don't have a TikTok. I it's big. I, I know. Think get, I, I think views are much bigger on TikTok than YouTube, but I'm not on TikTok. You know, for I mean, I Instagram. I'm trying to build up my Instagram game. Mm-hmm. So um, my Instagram, um, I have I think seventeen seventeen hundred followers. I think so. I you know because I'm I'm trying to give people more of like video clips and and mm. the info cards and factors and stuff like that. Um, but how much social media can one be on? You know, it's, it's I, that's only... why I just, I just stick to Twitter and YouTube and yeah. Twitter... So here, here's my information, Twitter, Instagram, my Twitter handle, my Instagram is at Patty Trina. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I just put up some video stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, cause TikTok, I'm, I think I'm at Patricia Trina on TikTok, but I don't have a whole lot of followers. I just, I, I just, I just followed it. You, YouTube you know. basically has like the like the t- the whole thing with I don't even have TikTok, but I'm like to my knowledge, I think it's like it's just quick minute videos, right? Like that's right. What it's the same thing. Although YouTube with TikTok, has that now, right? Can, don't they have like TikTok? Quick... You can do up to ten minutes, I think. Oh, so, can you? Because YouTube uh, yeah, now I mean, has a the lot quick of times, minute thing oh, now. Because a lot of times, you know, my videos like for me to get a video under a minute, <laughs> it's so hard. So yeah. I, you know, I go to TikTok with a little longer video, but. uh but anyway, yeah, there's only so many hours in the day for me to do. I mean, today that was all I was doing was TikTok, Instagram, you know, do, making videos like crazy. I didn't do a heck, yeah. a heck of a lot of writing, which was not good. But anyway, uh, let's see who we have any other questions. I'm just looking here. Uh, I don't see. It looks like oh, we've got some comments about, you know. Oh, here, Papa Guzzo has one. Will Bellinger be a major receiving target as a tight end? No. 
I don't know major. What do you? It'll be more used probably, but yeah, this offense it... doesn't revolve around the tight end. Uh, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, he maybe I think he could. I could see him having like a four hundred yard year maybe, but it doesn't. This offense doesn't really revolve around the tight end. He, yeah, uh, New York Giants twenty six asks if Eric Hendricks can be an option. Isn't he retiring? You got I cut. He... I, I didn't hear he was retiring. You got cut. I I thought. I saw he was he was done, but maybe you did. I didn't see if it. I just didn't see it. Maybe it did, that that came out as well. I know he was caught. I I don't know. I, you know what? I'm gonna look it up real quick. I thought I saw he was retiring, but I could be wrong. I'm probably he wasn't very good last year. I know that he was on the worst defensive football. Um, let me see. Or maybe he did retire. Let me Eric see. Was... Eric Kendrick's final touchdown for the oh, for the Vikings. Should Giants pursue on Eric? Yeah, no, I, he just got cut. I don't see anything about him retiring. Yeah, all right, maybe maybe he's not retiring. I I thought I I thought I saw something with retiring, but maybe he was the guy that the Jets initially signed, and then he went back to the Vikings. Right? Is that the same guy? Was it? The, no, I thought that was, or was um, it Anthony Barr. It was Barr. That's who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Barr. Oh, Kendrick, Kendrick, wasn't he with the Eagles at one point? No, uh, there's a guy just like him who was with the Eagles. That's a linebacker. Okay, I can't remember his last name, but it's not him. No, I don't. I don't think. I think. Let me, let me just make sure of that. But I don't think so. No, he's been. Right. I think he's always been a Viking, if I'm not mistaken. All right, I it could be one. Yeah, that's that's what I get for not playing fantasy football. I'm not as up on this stuff as I should <laughs> be. <laughs> I'm going to play this year, I think. But yeah. all right, Norm. Norman Cohen asks, will Barkley sign be- before July for a multi-year? He has to. The deadline's July 17th. So if he's going to, got to, you know? So that that's a, a given. I think, you will. I think they'll get it done. I, 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 just think, hope, I think so, too. I think so, I just too. Hope, I just hope it happens sooner than later. But I, 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 think, it, I think that contract is going to take a while. I don't think it's going right. to happen right away. Yeah. But I think it will happen. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, Barbara A. Carroll asked about Tom Brady to the 49ers rumor, probably because Brady doesn't, he, he comes from the West coast, but I, I think I saw a post, a social media post from Brady kind of laughing that off saying, nah, I'm not coming back. So, I mean, but who knows? He's, he's come back once before, but, um, he's got to yeah. stay retired. Just get in the broadcast booth and call some get You won seven Super Bowls. Yes. <laughs> stay stay there and, and He's good. Uh, stay, relax man yep absolutely barbara and, wants to know uh, if you're gonna be a michael kendricks was the one that was on the eagles yes, thank you, yes, yes, yes. They're brothers. Thank they're you brothers. ny giants 26 yeah they're brothers i knew i knew there was a kendricks on, on the eagles um okay barbara carroll asked me will i be attending a knicks game are you a knicks fan I'm not a basketball fan, believe it or okay, not. Okay. Okay. My brother's a big fan of basketball. He likes the Knicks. I never really got into basketball. They're going for the probably 10th because tonight. when I was a kid, they wanted me to play basketball because I was I was always one of the tallest kids in the class. Yeah. I, I was just bad at it. I I was so bad at it. I did. I know. I understand the rules of the game, but I, I my technique. I just I was just not a good basketball player, and I just I never got into it. I'm more of a hockey fan. I love hockey. Um, obviously, uh, football, baseball, I can tolerate. Not you yeah. know I mean, here and there, not every day. Funny thing, because I, I wanted to be a baseball writer growing up. Remember you telling me that, 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 that the Mets, right? Right, the Mets. Um, yeah. 
So, but, but yeah, you know, if I hadn't been a football writer, I think I would have been a hockey writer. Cause I just, I love hockey. I really do. And if I hadn't been a sports writer, believe it or not, I would have would like to have been a music entertainer writer. I Hence believe that you got, you're, you're big in the music. You got the guitars, kiss. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm playing like some cool songs. I mean, the other night I, I mastered sweet child of mine. There you go. I got the riffs down and everything. <laughs> and I'm psyched. Like I said, I got four tickets to see kiss. I'm going both Where, nights. It's at the garden. At the garden, the last two That's shows, awesome. I got four tickets. The 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 pent ultimate, and then I'm I'm in the uh, section. Oh, I forget the section number, but it's in the one hundreds for the and and it's and it's a good seat. And I'm like, I'm so psyched. I I, I can't. Believe, I'm still pinching myself that I got a four seat for like well, the last the, the time I went portion. to a, a concert at the garden. It was uh, Billy Joel. I saw Billy Joel at the garden. You know, my husband and I have been talking about going to see Billy Joel, but we haven't. But the last concert we saw at the Garden was Kiss in 2019. And then I saw them at the Prue Center. And I want to say the year afterwards. But, um, you know, it's funny because you you got that whole lip syncing thing and everything like that. And, you know, I I just go, it's just fun. What can I say? I I have fun. You know, I meet people. Fellow, they're they're you know everybody's around your age or my age I should say it's like it's yeah. like you know it's so cool so but yeah that's my my uh, I'm smiling because I, I was so lucky to get that but all right you're smiling because of kiss I'm smiling because Daniel Jones signed I'm smiling because because <laughs> now I can you know it's funny because today it's like I had to skip my I, I didn't go to my chiropractor today because I was getting content ready for everything and I recorded a show earlier. And my husband's like, you going? I said, no, I tell, tell the doctor I, I can't make it. I, I'll, I'll see him on Friday. So I'm one of the doctor's favorite patients. He likes me. So he gives me fish and everything like that. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's a Kiss fan, and he, but not much of a football fan. But he's he said he's learning football from me. So it's pretty cool. I also was at the eye doctor this morning, and my eye doctor is really into football. So he just lights up when I come in, and I, and I was like, so we were talking about football and he's like, what do you think is going to happen with Jones? And he goes, every time you tell me something, it, it, it turns out to be true. I says, oh, I know. What can I say, doc? You know? So pretty cool about that. Um, all right. Slim Jim T asks, what do you think the giants can do next? I think next they probably are going to clear up, decide how they're going to clear out some salary cap space. You know, um, again, what is Kenny Galladay going to be? Is he going to be a pre-June or a post-June? Julian what Love, they, I think, Julian, too, right? Well, they, they've got time. I'm talking like in the next several days. Right, 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 right. Probably be, you know, right after that. Um, you know, obviously you want to get Leonard's, Leonard Williams's number down. You want to get. Um, maybe talk to Dex. Yep. You want to talk to Dex. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's what I think it would make sense because they haven't really done anything with clearing out cap space. If you notice. Yeah. yeah. That's coming. Has to before so. pre-agency. Yeah. So you know what you're working with. Exactly. All right. 247 Sports Talk. When should we expect the Saquon deal? Couldn't tell you. Um, I know they closed up the gap. Uh, Shane had said that, I think, last week. Um, I can't tell you how big the gap still is. But to be fair, that contract kind of went on the back burner while they were working to get Daniel done. It had to. You had to get the quarterback. So I think now you're going to see maybe the talks ramp up a little bit. Because how nice would it be 
if they could get Saquon done before the start of free agency. Now, again, going back to what I, I explained to you guys earlier, Saquon is locked in. He's going to get $10 million in cash, either through the tag or if he's on his first year of his deal. That could be his signing bonus. That The Giants can make that very easily. Right. But that doesn't mean that that's what his cap figure is going to be once he signs a new deal. Right. I would think his new his cap figure will probably be maybe half of that. Five. Yeah, that's what I think. Five million. Exactly. So, yeah. all right. Uh, you know, let me ask you this. Actually, this 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 is a good point here from um, New York Giants twenty six. What other cap? What other players would you cut to Darnay Holmes? Darnay Holmes. Darnay Holmes. You think you would cut him? He saves three million. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not like I'm not like screaming about it. Like it's I I won't be I, I clearly would be okay if they kept him. But like I see that Aaron Robinson's coming back. I feel like he's a he good, should be good. in the slot. In my opinion, he could be in the slot. You got Flot. I think you're gonna draft the corner. You, you can save, draft probably two. Yeah, you could save three million if you cut Holmes. I'm, Holmes seems like a good guy, but I don't know like. I feel like that three million could be better used somewhere else. You know, it's interesting. Every year they seem to draft over Darnay Holmes, and every year he 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 seems to to survive. But I think you're right. I I think I could see them maybe he, moving on. He carries him. almost no dead cap hit. I think he, I think it's like um, I think he's three million to pay or like one hundred and seventy five thousand to cut. Right, right. So I'm like, eh, that might be three million. I could see that. Yeah. All right, J.C. Silva, when can we expect an extension for Thomas? Probably next year. I don't see it being done this year. Not a rush there. Um, worst I, case, you know, or best case scenario, maybe if they have the cap space at the end of, you know, towards the end of this year, maybe they do it then. But I would my, say yeah, my, my guess with him is they're going to do the fifth-year extension like they did with Dex before this year starts. They're going to pick that up, absolutely. They're going to pick that up. They're going to let him play in the fourth year. And then they'll probably extend him off the fifth year extension. That's my guess. And I think they're going to do would, the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they'll do the same thing with Dex ultimately. Yeah. Dex will probably play out on the fifth year extension. Pattern now with them. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I think they'll do. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, bearded banded. When, who did the giants go with in the first round? Whiteout or O-line or linebacker or best, best position. I mean, I think it's going to be corner, but it's going to be best position. Or best player available. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I. It's BPA, but I think BPA is going to be a corner. So I think it's going to be a corner, but it's BPA. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. All right. Figu, then Danalito. Can you run down Jones's new contract numbers and all that once known? Oh yeah. All right. We have some of the numbers, but not all of them. But yes, once I get the numbers, I will do a show on that. I will also do an article on that over in Giants Country. Um, we don't have all the numbers in, but I I am working to to get my hands on them. Trust me. As soon as I can get them, I will do something on that. So yeah, um, I don't have them now, but that is on the agenda for sure. As is on the agenda um, tomorrow on Giants Country, I'm probably going to do an article on where the Giants stand with cap space, keeping in mind that it is a fluid number. So the number that I give you tomorrow won't necessarily be the number, the same number in two days. Yeah, Well, well, if they extend Leo, that's going to be significantly different. 
right? If they extend, you know, exactly. So, so deck, same thing. It'll be significantly different. So, um, once they sign Saquon, it'll be different. So yeah, you like you said, it's what what looks like one ninety today could look like eighty, you know, in two weeks. <laughs> so it, it could go fast. It could go fast. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, I, I and I get this every time. You know, when Giants make a you know a, a, a transaction, oh, how much cap space do we have, guys? It's going to be fluid. Yeah. So you know, don't get too hung up on the cap space. Let's look at what the contracts are coming in at under. And we can go from there because remember the cap space is going to change. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't get too hung up on that. All right. Warren C asked, which player who got injured last year, are you most looking forward to seeing back on the field this coming year? Darian Beavers and Colin Johnson. Those would be my two. I'm going to go with Wandell, but I, I like the Beavers answer. Well, Wandell started to play. I'm talking, I, I'm they assuming. Didn't play at all. Means, yeah, I, yeah. Well then if that's the case, I would go with Beavers as well. Yeah, Beavers. About, I'll throw another one in there. I don't, maybe you said him. I don't think he did. DJ Davidson. He played a little bit, though. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But I, I actually thought the first couple of games that he played, he looked pretty good. And we need run stuffers. Um, I'd like to see what he could become. Maybe he could, I'm not that he's a, he's going to be a superstar, but he could be a, maybe a nice little piece on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, um, Mike Gorga asked, what do you see for Izudu in 2023? You know, it's interesting. I think there's going to be a competition for left guard. In fact, I think Joe Shane said that, that they're going to have a competition. I think they want Izudu to be the left guard eventually. Bredesen is under contract for next year. I think it's his last year that he's under contract. So... Could it be a scenario where they start with Bredesen and then maybe they give way to Azudu? Depends on how healthy Yatney is. You know, that that's – or I'm sorry, he had the neck. That's the other thing. I'm sorry. He had the neck. Where is he in his rehab from that neck injury? Is that neck going to be okay for him to return or is it career-ending? So kind of a – assuming he comes back, I think he competes for left guard. I agree. Definitely. He's going to yeah. compete for left guard. All right. Christy asks, what – if the best player at 25 is B. John Robinson, the running back. If the best player is, is B. John Robinson, you take B. John I mean, you take him. I mean, I don't think that will be the case. I don't know that B. John Robinson will, will last that long. Um, Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I'm just imagining what Giants Twitter would do if we took B. John Robinson. Oh, my. It would melt down. <laughs> That would, running back would be it fun would make to watch. Your down when they took Daniel Jones look tame. Yeah, that backfield though would be fun to watch. But I oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, another position nobody's really talking about. I've, I've actually I've seen it mentioned a, um, a couple times on the on the chat here. Um, punter, what do we do with punter here? Do we bring? I mean, I I can see them maybe bringing back Jamie Gillen, but get competition, please. Yeah. Y- I'm not a fan of Gillen. So at least I'm get not either. Like at least get competition. Like to me, he's like a, he's a one trick pony. He's, he's got a pretty big leg, but he's not good in terms of directional punting. He's not good in terms of pinning them inside the 10. Um, I would, I would like an upgrade at that position and punting and a punter is a lot more important than people think. Oh, absolutely. And I see some people mentioning Matt Ariaza. Uh, Matt Ariaza. Yeah. He was the yeah. uh, draft pick at, he got in trouble, didn't he? Like, I, I, I forgot what happened. Like, didn't he get kicked off the team or something like that? 
Yeah, well, he, with Buffalo, there were allegations against him that that were was that what it was? Allegations that were proven. Um, I think the charges were dropped, or maybe they didn't. I, I don't remember the story exactly, but um, whatever it was, he was cleared of whatever they okay. were. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if he, you know. Uh, somebody mentions Riley Dixon. You know, it's interesting with Riley Dixon. I still say that somewhere along the line, and I don't have proof of this, but if you notice, Riley Dixon started having problems once Joe Judge came in. And I'm not, again, I'm, I have no proof of this, but I find it a coincidence that the special teams started going down the toilet when Joe Judge came in. And started getting involved, and he was involved in it. I mean, I, I, there were times He's a when former just, special teams coordinator. Yeah, but you know that's why you you know you, you hire T Mac. I mean, well, wh- what are you doing here? No, no, no. Now you know that's something to keep an eye on. How it's interesting because the Giants they didn't retain Nick Williams, who was I think their special teams quality control coach, and they added a, an assistant special teams coach. So they did make a change there. Special teams have not been very good the last three years. Our special teams, I, I don't know where we rank, but I mean, maybe we weren't as bad as I think because Gano's good, but our special teams as a whole, I mean, our punt coverage not very horrible good. and not good. Not very good. And they got to get better. Yeah, much and, better. Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I, I like T-Mac. I think T-Mac is still a, a very good coach, but last year – I, I don't know if it's, you know, look, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Last year, a lot of the guys he was counting on were taken away from him because they were needed to play elsewhere. You know, Julian yeah. Love was a staple. Yeah. There were a few yeah. other guys that were staples that that saw their special team snaps reduce. And now all of a sudden you're left with guys that really didn't play special teams in college and were being asked to play them. And they had no concept of it. And I, who was I talking to? Was it a, I think it was a Dory I was talking to. Yeah. about special teams and he was telling me how in, in most college programs they don't really get yeah, into the intricacies this, yeah. of teaching special teams like they do at the pro level mm-hmm. so for a lot of the guys they had to learn on the fly so how much of that you know was 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 that how much of it was the scheme i mean but overall yeah special teams really needs to, to pick up because just not consistent enough yeah just, lawrence times made the same point to me when he was on my channel uh he said he said exactly what you just said. Like the the special teams was as bad as it was because the guys that you were counting to be special teamers had to play, meaning that the guys that replaced them were worse players on special teams uh, because the roster was so depleted with all the injuries that we had. But um, the, yeah, the special teams last year was just awful. Like that has mm. to get much better next year for sure. Not to say that that should be the primary focus, but that's that'll improve as you you know as you continue to draft well because that improves depth and depth means special teams and. So on and so forth. So it's a it's a process. It'll happen, right? Yeah. I mean, hopefully they they get some more. Play. I know somebody asked me about you know oh we've got to upgrade it at punt returner and kick return. Yeah, I mean, but that'll come. They're yeah. they're going to have as long as long as the door is not returning them. <sighs> what a disaster, man! I tell you what, I got flack when I when I started screaming about a door returning punts. Yeah. People will say, "Oh, what are you talking about?" I'm like, "I, I'm sorry. I still have Jason nightmares from the Jason Seahorn kickoff return." Yeah, and I know you can't coach scared. I say that. I understand that. Yeah, but 
when you're thin, and they were thin at cornerback. That was my biggest issue. When you're thin at the position to where you're risking, to me, it's just not worth it. Made no sense. No it made sense no whatsoever. sense to me. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 Dable's done a lot of things I agree with. I did not agree with that decision. Yeah, I, this I, listen, I love Dable to death. But that was a decision the second he made. You're like, this is a mistake. But yeah. you live and you learn. You know, coaches learn too. You know, it's his Absolutely. first year as a coach. I'm so. sure. I'm sure Dable will, will sit there and, and say that he, you know, that he's learned a few things. So, you know. Oh, no. The like Knicks lost. Exactly. Saw, that stinks. That? I saw Barbara, I saw Barbara said in the chat. I just looked. Knicks lost. So the winning streak is over, Barbara. What was, how, what was their winning streak? They had nine straight. Wow. Yeah. So now they're, now they're 39 and 28. They're going to lose tonight. Oh, who are they playing? Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Maybe they'll start a new streak. Yeah. I mean, you can't expect right. them to win them all, right? Yeah, they'll be all right. They'll, they'll bounce back. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, sometimes my husband watches basketball, but I just, I just could never get into it. Hockey, yes. Hockey, Ra- I love. Ranger, Rangers? Rangers. Or, uh, Rangers, yeah. Oh, I hate the Devils. Sorry, <laughs> Devil fans, but I hate the Devils. It's a personal thing with me. Yeah. What about the Islanders? I don't have a feeling one way or another for them, but I, I don't like the Penguins. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the Flyers. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know what the rivalries are. I know the Devils and the Rangers have a rivalry. The Islanders and the Rangers have a big rivalry. I, I, my thing with the, with the Devils is, is personal. I, I, I just, <laughs> I do not like that franchise. It goes back a year. I'll tell you offline. What That's like your Eagles for me. Yeah. This, well, I'll tell you offline why I don't like the Devils. <laughs> it's personal for sure. But um, let me see. Uh, oh, Jay Sports Sports Card asks if Nick McLeod, it should be Nick McLeod, not Nate McLeod. Um, I could see him being brought back. I don't think he played that badly. Yeah. So um, Moreau, maybe another guy. Well, if they draft, maybe not. I mean, if, yeah. if Moreau's willing to come back on a on a one year vet deal. Then maybe so. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Papa Guzzo, do you like baseball? Yes, I do like baseball, but in slow doses. Like during the summer, like when we have the downtime, my husband and I actually go and we watch the Somerset Patriots, which I think is a, an affiliate of the Yankees now. So we go and we catch those games because that, that's not too far from where we live. So yeah, we will go and my husband likes to get the sweet seats. So he sits there like, you know, with his, with his beer, <laughs> his beer. It's like, all he needs is a cigar there. And he, he, he's like, yep, look at me. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I like baseball. I played it as a kid. I played softball as a kid and I was pretty good at it too, but uh, till I wrecked my knees. But um, let me see. Uh, okay. Good point here from, from Ronnie Bennett Sr., what fans really need to understand is that Dable, if Dable didn't think Danny was the best fit for the co- the contract, wouldn't have been done if they would have they would have let him walk. Exactly. I mean, if the Giants didn't think they can win with 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 Daniel Jones, he wouldn't be back. Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this contract showed you that they're not one hundred percent like committed long term to him, but they're one hundred percent in finding. This is what this contract told me. They like him. They want to. They want. They want him on this team for the for the near future. They're not sold that he's the franchise guy yet, but they want right. to find out if he can be. 
They right. paid him to they they paid him to find out if he can be the franchise quarterback. They didn't give him the franchise contract yet, but they gave him enough to prove that he could be that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we'll take a few more. Giovanni Hernandez, do you still draft a quarterback? You know what? I would. Day three, yeah. I would I would take a develop. Look, you just lost Davis Webb. You got Tyrod Taylor for another year. Why not get a developmental prospect? All right? I agree. Because, you know, it could sync up. So if, if for some reason, some reason, Daniel doesn't work out for the long term, you get a guy and you groom him, and he could serve as your stopgap until you maybe pick up, you know, your franchise quarterback. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he becomes a trade asset. Like, what if Daniel Jones misses three games or four games due to injury in two years? He steps in. He looks really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe he maybe maybe he suddenly becomes a trade asset. You never know. Quarterbacks are valuable. So, I have no issue throwing a fifth round pick, fourth fifth round pick on a wide receiver uh, on a uh, quarterback rather. None at all. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, flip 270 says, Davis Webb coaching, he's 27. Yes, Davis Webb is now the quarterback's coach. He's only 27. Gets to work with Russell Wilson, who's what, 34? That's crazy. That's crazy, right? But you know what, I'll say this, and Davis doesn't get a lot of credit for this. He might not have been successful as a player, but, man, did he know his stuff. You could tell that that guy was destined to be a coach. I'm kind of sorry they didn't hire him on the Giants. I think they wanted to, but when Shea Tierney didn't get the job down at Tampa Bay, and then, you know, they did some shuffling around. Now, I'm wondering wondering if, you know, they hired, you know, Dable hired his son to be uh, an offensive assistant. Mm -hmm. I think Angela Baker got bumped up in role. So where exactly would would Davis have started? He probably would have started as an offensive assistant as well. Although he could he probably could have been a defensive assistant just chopping up tape and whatnot. But you yeah. know, being a quarterback's coach probably more money, you know, better, That's a that's a that's a big jump. That's a good first job, yeah. Yep. He yep. maybe he would have become the quarterback coach had Shea Tierney left. You wonder. You yeah. wonder. You know, and if he fixes Russell Wilson, why not? Yeah. Why not? Do you is there a particular um, <clears throat> quarterback in this draft that you think would make a good developmental pro- uh, prospect if he's there? I saw Giovanni mention Malik Cunningham. Um, we talked about it in the group chat. Um, Max Duggan, I like as like yeah, a, I was say Duggan as like a you know I don't know where he's being mocked, but like as like a fifth round guy if he's if he's there. Um, I like him. I, I don't know how much I like him in terms of being like a a starter in the pros. Maybe I don't know, but he just—he's tough as hell. I mean, when I watch those TCU games, and he's underrated in terms of his athleticism. Like he could run. Uh, I like him. I, I would be okay taking him in like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, and if they don't take one, in the, it, it, you know, not the end of the world. Of but I—I uh, I think yeah. they're going to. I, I really do. I would be shocked. I know they did it um, in Buffalo with Dable, and you know. They had guys that they were trying to develop. And like I said, Tyrod Taylor's only on their contract for one more year. Daniel, it, it just makes too much sense, you know, because you also got to look down the line when you're looking at the draft. You know, who's going to be in the draft next year and the year after that? And you just, it's long-term planning. You know, roster planning is never really one year at a time. It's usually they're looking two, three years down the line. 
for sure. It's like like a business, which is what it is, really. So, um, uh, got a question here from Jay Sports Card. Would they draft Hendon Hooker in the third or fourth? That might be too high for Hooker, I think. You think too high, really? Yeah. Well, well I, I, actually, let me, that would be too high, in my opinion, for a quarterback period. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, because that's around where I think he'll go. I think he'll be yeah. like a third-round pick. Um, I'm not against it, but at the end, I don't know. Like, Hendon Hooker's 25 years old. He's coming up with an ACL tear. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You're drafting him to be a backup anyway, but I I wouldn't want to take a backup quarterback in the third round. I would, I would rather... Yeah. Use that on, on a more important need right now. A backup quarterback is not a need. We just paid Daniel Jones to be our quarterback. We have Tyra Taylor under contract next year. So exactly. Backup. Like I feel like if you get I almost feel like you should wait a year to do that, to be honest with you. Like just yeah. use this yeah, draft absolutely. to build up the roster. I, I we don't gotta worry about the backup. We got a good backup. Tyrod's a good yes. backup. Um you want a development guy, somebody you can throw on the practice. Yeah, squad. If, if you really like a guy and you want to take a stab in the fifth or sixth round, by all means. But it, yeah. I don't feel like it's like a need. Like we don't. It's not something we need to do. If you really like the guy, take him. But yes, that's the way I look at it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think they're going to fill in a lot of positions between the draft and free agency. So I, I'm not worried about. I'm. I'm just. I'm curious to see how this all plays out. I mean, free agency starts next week. You know, we got the legal tampering period, and then yep. March 15th, it all gets underway. Plenty of stuff we're going to be talking about, and hopefully next week we can do this again. With dog on this, we gotta gotta have dog. Well, by next week, you're gonna have rumors. You know, you're oh, gonna start yeah. to have rumors like guys. Were, well, next week's gonna be free agency. That's crazy. I know, I know. The first week of free, uh, the fifteenth is, is isn't the fifteenth. Thirteen, if I recall, maybe somebody in the chat can let 15th. me know. The fifteenth is what? Is that Thursday? No, it's Wednesday. I'm, I'm pretty sure though, because I remember I did these free agency streams a couple of years ago. They start announcing who's signing where on the 13th. It doesn't become official. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So by the time you free agency technically starts, you know. Yeah, like on the 13th. Yeah. You're exactly. going to probably know a guy or two the Giants exactly. are going to be signing. Well, well yeah. you know what? Let's, let's, we'll, we'll get with Dog and we'll see if we can do, plan a show for, for later in the week, you know, because we'll, I'm sure there'll be some stuff. Uh, of course, we'll keep, uh, I'll keep an eye on the, uh, my, my phone. You know, yep. I look for those announcements and stuff that are coming in. So, uh, so yeah. So, um, everybody, thank you so much for coming. We hope you enjoyed the live stream. It was a blast as always. Um, happy day. Like I said, Daniel's under contract. Sorry, done. Daniel. Done. Hayes, but it's, it's done. Uh, Saquon's not going anywhere. This for the tears. For all the DJ That is haters. what? For the tears. I'm collecting tears for the oh, DJ <laughs> oh my goodness you gotta watch out people are going to be like that they're like what are you doing man but uh, no seriously thank you everybody for listening for uh tuning in to the locked on giants podcast before you go i did tape a show earlier today if you want to check it out i had some information on numbers and a little bit more detail on that so if you want to check that out that's online um we'll continue to bring you shows the rest of the week and then next week it's fun 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 free agency time yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this team's going to I'm just, I can't wait for 2023. Let's suit them up. I'm ready to watch the Giants right now. We got Jones and Barkley back. We're going to add a couple more pieces in the draft at free agency. Dable, Kafka, year two. This team's ready to roll. And don't forget, people, don't forget to tune in tomorrow. I don't have the time yet, but Joe Shane, Daniel Jones are going to be on conference calls, Zoom calls with the reporters. So there will be tweets to be had. 
and stuff to be had. And also tomorrow on Giants Country, I'm going to have an article on the cap situation where the Giants are with the cap. So I'm actually going to work on that after I take a quick break following this taping. So uh, thank you. We will see you again tomorrow. Good night, guys.